Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hi. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You can always tell the best year of a man's life. Oh, because, because that's he just he dress. locks in that fashion year and rides it out to the end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So when we're eighty years old, you're gonna see a bunch of eighty year olds just walking around in jeans and hoodies. That's why I dress current. Every year is my best year. Every year just keeps like a fine wine, just gets better with age. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavakadoo! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Whoop back! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Happy Draft Day. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big program today. We will be drafting fast food items with Timmy Hall starting at 320. We're going to start our draft. Seven rounds, just like the NFL draft, except there's just four of us. Me, Bone, Teddy, and Timmy. We'll start that off. I will tell you that Ted has the number one pick in the draft. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you excited, Ted? I am really excited. Trade out of the pick? What are we doing? No, I will not trade out of it, and I'm sure you know it's not going to be a big surprise when I make that pick. Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to this because I have already been plotting out like where I want to go, and and here's my here's my logic on how I'm planning to draft. Okay, I'm not necessarily going to draft every food thing that I like all the time or is my favorite go-to item. I'm trying to make the best menu of items for everyone. I agree. That is also my my pathway here. Because at the end of this, you, the listeners, will be voting to determine who won the draft. Right. I mean, now, who's to say how those would all perform? We could go look three years from now and go back and see which, which of all these sandwiches and side dishes and everything else sold the most. We but can? You, I'm, I'm not going to. Right. We could. We could say, see. Who's going to do that? Not me. Ted's like, oh man, I'm quit. Me. I quit. Ted's like, I quit. <laughs> I'm gonna go play for the Reds. They need some. They need some help. No, I just, I, we. This is a voting thing. We do this right after the real draft, right? What does everybody do? Who won the draft? Who lost the draft? Monday. That's going to be the show everybody does. So you can prognosticate on our drafts. Grade us, yeah, yeah. Once you see what we do, give us a grade. Who did the best with the draft? So Teddy has the number one pick. Timmy has the number two pick. Bone is at number three. I am picking number four. We're doing a snake draft. Yeah, we went a little fantasy football on this. So then you'll get like a back to back. The second yes, I'll round, get, you'll get I'll the get first the four pick. and five. Yeah. Um, when there, when the pick is in, you'll hear this. Hmm. So we're gonna nice. do this today and tomorrow. Then we'll unveil everything tomorrow. I uh, I don't have I ever told you about my NASCAR fantasy league that I'm in? No. This because this is this is elaborate what we're doing here. It's nothing like the Dick Trickle. Yeah. Yeah, Dick Trickle Racing League that I'm in. My buddy Ori put it together. Of course he did. This has been going. Anybody for, named Ori is running a NASCAR draft. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fine listener of this program. Let him live. But he has. I think we're on year like fourteen now, or it's maybe even more than that. 
But it is it is only ten of us in this league, and then it is a very selective process to even be allowed into the league. There is a commissioner; he's the commissioner. But there is a guy they bring in every year, different person sometimes, celebrity. Timmy Hall has been requested; he has not yet oh, done it. That's not a celebrity. Yeah, well, they bring in someone to announce the draft every year. That's not any of us that are in the draft. Like, none of us have to go up and say our pick. But there's a podium. Yeah. There are cards. You submit your pick. Man, this is very elaborate. The, oh, are you kidding me? Which celebrities did you have do this in years past? So far, I don't think any celebrities have done it. I think uh, I'm the okay. biggest celebrity, and I'm just well, in this said, draft. you said, wow, there's celebrities. Well, no, that's the idea. Is they wanted oh, Timmy Hall right. to come in and do it. He wouldn't do it. He's too big. He's too big of a big shot, I guess. But I'm just saying, like, I have been in some fantasy drafts that are there's trophies. There's all kinds of stuff. This this I don't think we're going to do a trophy for this. Right. Not yet. Maybe next year we'll get a trophy. See who wins. I mean, you you can volunteer to go get the trophy if you want. to. That sounds good. Maybe I will. I wish we had, you know, at the end of all this, when we're done, maybe someone could run out and get all these food items. Maybe Mm. one of the listeners may see like I like this item list the best and that's going to be their dinner tonight is all these different items here are the ground get. rules and i don't want to hear your bitching and moaning because i didn't include panda express <laughs> you have to have a drive through window and you have to serve fries yeah so i'm sorry if that eliminates your favorite place but that's the way it's got to be we have to have limits here people or all else right. we have chaos yeah so that is going to eliminate a lot of pizza places if not all pizza places i mean there might be one that has fries is there one and a drive-thru i'm trying to think i'll go there if you can find me one that has potato wedges do not count as fries i agree with that yeah that's that's not a that's not a thing all right bone of education is coming up in the four o'clock hour what are we learning about today today we're going to learn about the wright brothers pretty simple and straightforward i thought i don't think we've talked about them so we'll do the right every brothers. state in the union i think claims some sort of aspect of the wright brothers or first in flight or right, something but but it's like the wright brothers once took a crap here let's put that on the license plate that's right north carolina that's what i heard what i'm telling you is that this this is the home of flight ohio is the home of flight i'm with you but it's the wright brothers and abe lincoln somehow they have ties to every state abe lincoln oregon yes <laughs> Yeah, why? Yeah, you're right. He does get far flung sometimes, and I well, don't know Illinois why that is. claims him. Indiana claims him. Why does Indiana claim him? Because he was he born? I think he was no, born in you're Indiana. Thinking, you're thinking of Kentucky? Can, is it Kentucky? Kentucky. No, I Indiana think. does something with him. Like oh, he, had, he had a, a second home, cup of coffee. You know, because they had lots of vacation homes back then. That's right. He had a timeshare in Indiana. This is not the correct timeline, but I want to say he ran the Indy 500. He was also Fine. in that. That's not real. He was hunting vampires in yes, Indiana? right. He just did everything. Well, I know that the Wright brothers belong to Ohio, so we're going to talk about the Wright brothers. All Pride right. of Ohio, coming up at 4 o'clock. Would you rather, in the 5 o'clock hour, send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Reds and Padres this afternoon, where is my music? Top seven, Padres up six to two. Now, earlier in this game, Reds held a two to one lead. Okay, and well, I'm just telling you because that's newsworthy with this team when they hold a lead for a brief moment. What does hold a lead mean? Well, they had a lead for an inning and a half. Yeah, that again with this team, that's something. All right, that's a thing. But yes, it, then inevitably they instantly gave it right back up. And Remember back they've in been the day down for most of the game. When you go to the video store, if you wanted to get porn, you had to go through the saloon doors. 
Yes. You know, we've, or like yeah, a we've talked about special that. velvet curtain or something like that. There was a special section. And in my local video store, there was a little squeaky saloon door. So anytime you heard, you just looked at the perv. You looked at the perv mm. going to get porn. And he had that look of shame on his face where it's like, yes, I know you're judging me, but I desperately need this. I desperately need Debbie, Debbie loves Dallas. <laughs> That's the look on the faces of everybody going to Reds games. It is. It's like, all right, I'm here. Don't judge me. And when I say everybody going to Reds games, I mean all 24 people that showed up. I don't know what the announced attendance is for this game, but I'm telling you there's not more than 1,200 people in this place. Well, I, I bet you that there's been more than one person who has purchased tickets to a Reds game or had them already purchased before Castellini said what he said before, at the you know, on opening day. I said what I said. Right. And then I bet someone, you know, Says, hey, what are you doing tonight? You want to hang out? It's like, oh, I, I got. I'm busy. I gotta, what are you doing? I gotta go. Oh, I got somewhere to be. I gotta. I gotta go to jail. I, I gotta. I, this is my first night in jail. I don't know if I told you. I had a delayed sentence. Now I have to go serve. I'm in jail. Like you wouldn't say, I'm going to the Reds game. No, you'd rather say that you're going to jail because everybody in Cincinnati's gonna be like, what are you going down there for? Why? Like, not that they're not any good, and they don't care about you. They hate you. Why are you going to Reds game? Like, I would assume that's one of the most toxic things to say in Cincinnati right now is, yeah, I can't wait. This weekend, we're having fun. We're going to Reds game. Unless you just don't pay attention to any of it. And to you, that's the same as going to, like, an aquarium or, I don't know, like a museum. You're just like, I'm going to a thing. It's entertainment. I don't really know or care who's playing or what's going on. Here's what aggravates me. By the way, we're going to be in for a long summer with these two baseball teams no in this state. No because last night was what I thought the Guardians would be. It was the Jose Ramirez show, and then yep. nobody else showed up. Yeah, that's and, it. and you, you've had a couple games where the rest of the lineup did show up, and you put up a bunch of runs. That is not going to happen often. You're looking at two bad baseball teams in this state. Anyway, that's not what annoys me. Here's what annoys me. On Tuesday, I looked at you during the day, during the show, and said, how many baseball games do we have on this afternoon? Right. And the answer was zero. Stupid. Zero. This pisses me off. During the day, during a baseball season, every single day of the week, there should be at least one afternoon game. Somewhere. One afternoon game on for people to enjoy. Right now, as we speak, on a Thursday afternoon, there are ten afternoon games on. Ten! We can't spread some of that love out. Ten afternoon games on! I don't understand. And, and it's also kind of dumb because you know tomorrow... There's going to be none again. Yes, well, you're exactly because right. Because it's a Friday, and and most baseball teams are going to want to sell the gate for a Friday night. They're not going to want to do a midday special for a businessman special on Friday. I know people could take off early for that, I guess, but usually they tend to put the games in the evenings on Friday nights. So it's not like all these teams have to get away and get out of town. And it, It's just a thing they've done that's a scheduling quirk. They could easily play these games on Thursday night. I know they like to call this getaway day, but... Yeah, it's it's it, to me it's overrated and silly. They should spread out these games a little bit more when it comes to day games, but there shouldn't be, they should have that every day of the week including Saturday and Sunday. You should have no problems well, finding yes, day. Absolutely. And I know Sundays you usually do cuz there's a lot of travel. Well, Saturdays you do too. Yeah, but there's, I'm just saying it, it shouldn't be like there's one day a week where we don't do it on the weekend. No, like always have day games. Jackets and Lightning at Nationwide tonight. It is the home finale for Jackets fans. Coverage starts 6.30, puck drops 7 o'clock. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. The NFL Draft starts up tonight in Vegas. I want to get your read on this because personally, I'm bored. 
about the draft. Mm. Yeah. The, the Browns have no first round pick. The Bengals are at 31. Normally we're talking about what are they going to do in the top 10. Right. But they're at 31. My Chicago Bears do not have a first round pick. What is it? Eight teams that don't have a first round pick? Yeah, it's it's one of the highest we've ever seen because we also have like the highest number of teams with multiple first round picks. Yeah, but what that does is it just sort of eliminates the interest from a bunch of fan bases. Now, I know that that's not to say the draft doesn't matter because what your team does in the second round is very important. But in terms of everybody in every market getting jazzed for the draft tonight, I'm not there. No, the only thing I'm excited about for this draft is I, I am a little excited to watch where the OSU wide receivers go. Okay. That's, that's the only interest that I have in a lot of that. And it's not a, it's not a quarterback that. sexy draft either. No, I mean, you'll have quarterbacks that. that go, but nobody that really intrigues you. I guess to your point, if let's say Kenny Pickett falls out of the first round, that would be something that would make me go, huh, well, what do you know? CNC Music Factory. Right. It was not, it's not going to be something where I'm like, oh my God, did you see this? Like texting people. It's, it's not that type of draft this year. The quarterbacks are not nearly as good in this draft. Not to say that one won't go top five, because that could certainly happen. A team could freak out and suddenly decide they want to. There could also just be one quarterback taken a night in the first round. Like that, yeah. either one of those would not surprise me. I think it'll be, you know, two or three getting taken, but. I'm just saying that intrigue is not there for me. And then, yeah, I, my own team not having a pick in the first round is yeah another reason why I'm not as interested in it. Our fast food draft starts up next. Teddy has the first pick, and I'm told the pick is in. Oh. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find some heavy slowdowns on 670 eastbound between I-70 and Route 315. There is some debris on the roadway blocking the two center lanes. Please be careful. Watch out for cars as they swerve to avoid it. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup. Starting report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. It is time for our fast food draft. Four teams. Well, four people. Me, Bone, Teddy, and Timmy Hull. Seven rounds. We're choosing items here, not restaurants. You cannot choose combo meals. Right? There's none of that. Like, you can't choose a Cane's box with the fries and the chicken. Right. You have to choose item by Regular item. Regular items. Yes. Entrees or sides, just items. When we, uh, when we finish up the draft, we will put it out there for you, the listener, to judge. Teddy has the first pick, and the pick is in. 
All right, with the first pick in the fast food draft, it shouldn't come as a surprise to any of our regular listeners who know what I do on my Wednesdays when I'm off. Mm. I go to Popeye's and I get the spicy chicken sandwich. Wow. <laughs> I mean, delicious pick. <laughs> the double boy. A great, a great yeah, pick. Yeah. Love that. So that's the first pick <laughs> but of the it's draft. First off the that's board. It. Popeye's okay. spicy oh. chicken sandwich. All mm-hmm. right. All right. All right. I'm. Are you, you tell me when you're ready? Because I got a little sounders to play. I'm up, right? Second yeah. You, overall you pick. know what you're gonna do? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Put some thought into this going in. It's not one of the normal fast food restaurants, and I know Five Guys doesn't have the window, but there's another spot that's like that that's close to me. I'd eat it every day if it wouldn't kill me. I'm going with a big, juicy bacon butter burger deluxe from Culver's. I feel like that's wow. off the board. Ah! These are. <laughs> These are shocking. It feels like Anthony Bennett getting drafted by the Cavs. I, I got to be honest. It's not to say that's no, not a good no, sandwich. No. It's a great this, sandwich. With no. the second pick second in the draft. Pick. Well, this makes things exceedingly right, easy that's for like, me. That's like taking Giannis right no, no. there. Here's the thing. I had so many other options and thoughts of like, all right, third pick. This is going to be this is going to be off the board. I might not get to that one. If I have to, then I'll pick this one. No one touched what I'm. The pick is in. With the third pick of the first round of the 2022 fast food draft here on Common Man and T-Bone, I am picking the Big Mac. Damn you! The Big Mac! I was going Big Mac if it was sitting there. What is happening? I can't believe, well, I can believe Timmy didn't take it because Timmy hates the Big Mac. I'm, I don't love the Big Mac. Okay. I don't love, I, this, I don't love the special I sauce. Something? That's true. I don't order a Big Mac every time I go. Because, I, I mean, I like the Big Mac. I like other things, too. I'm building a draft that I think can win. Yes. I'm. Is this what it feels like to be the Steelers in every draft where you're just like, I can't believe no one took this look, guy. Look, and then there, you just end up with look, the all there, pro. There are many, many, many Big Macs out there, but I'm taking something that's a little bit more expensive, a little bit more that's Must be nice. super high in quality. So mm. we're, we're going two overall for that one. I, don't get me wrong. Let's not rip other people's selections here. No, okay. I'm, I'm going to take it I'm personally not, if you rip ripping. the Big Mac. He, he no, just, he I'm not ripping everyone else's I'm not picks ripping while he your picks. Big Mac. No, he just said they he were did. surprising I, oh, picks. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, Big Mac's still on the board. Whoa. That's all I, he did. That's a surprise. I'm obviously going to take that's the Big surprise. Mac. <laughs> all right, my pick is in. I was going to go Big Mac, but it's off the board, so I go best player available. Yeah. With the fourth pick in the 2022 fast food draft. Common Man selects the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Oh, ooh, okay. Ah, Two am, Mickey mm, D's First burgers. of all, going along with what Tim said, I am deeply and profoundly hurt that you said something other than my thing. How dare you? I'm Because now, now you're ripping me for picking Quarter Pounder with cheese, apparently. Just pointing out what you picked is ripping somebody, according to Tim. So I got to be careful now. I don't want to hurt Tim. <laughs> all right, we're doing a snake draft, so I'm back up. I got my pick. Let's hear it. Oh, we're already into round two. This is round, this is round two. two. This round is fast. Two. This is fast. With There's the, only four teams. But wait, fifth, can, you, can you not announce it? Can we get a deputy common man to come in? and If you can find somebody in the next 10 seconds. <laughs> Would you like Dom right. to come in and make a pick? <laughs> yeah, I'll there have fake Dom Tiberi will make this pick. All right, pick. make this pick, With fake the Dom. fifth pick. In the 2022 fast food draft, Common Man selects Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Nice. That's. I gotta be honest. I definitely thought Big Mac would be off the board, but if I was gonna be told a spicy chicken sandwich was going to get picked prior to my first pick, 
I would have thought it was the spicy chicken. Now, I went Big Mac because to me, that's the number one overall. Number one on my you would you would have picked spicy chicken if, if I Big picked Mac, Big if Mac. If you picked Big Mac, I would have gone with that's spicy what, that's chicken. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm, we've got we've got two chicken sandwiches off the board. Teddy went with one. Popeye's spicy for the first pick. I went with Wendy's spicy for the fifth pick. Now it's pick number six. Bone is on the clock. I'm not trying to draft from all the same position. I'm going to go with uh, you know a variety of things here to try to fill out this team. So with my second pick, I'm going with the McDonald's fries. Okay. I feel like it's okay. too early for a fry. You do? I'm actually not ripping this pick. Thanks, Tim. That's a good that's, that's a nice good that's the fry that I like the best. I, I feel like I got the I feel like I got arguably the best sandwich yeah. and definitely the best fry. I right, like the first line fry up all, off the board. Yeah, McDonald's fries. Uh T Bone is all McDonald's, first two rounds of the draft. That's right. Timmy has the seventh pick in the draft. You let me know when you're ready. Right. Um, I think you're really going to hate this pick because it's. <laughs> Why? What you... I wish I, I know another you... guy. I don't know if he's still here, but Evil Bald Colin could have come in and uh, made this pick for me because he loves this spot too. I'm going with one of my all time favorite sandwiches. They are supposedly on their way to the Central Ohio Columbus market. I am going with the crown jewel of Bohangales. The spicy what? Cajun fillet, what? Bojangles. You had chicken sandwich. Bojangles. You're going for a restaurant that's not even in the area with that's the right. second pick. That's right. You're it's, out of your damn mind. Why don't you just lose this whole competition? Bojangles. No one is going to vote for you. I, look, I I will tell you, I am a humongous Bojangles fan. Timmy, I'm not. I'm not. That's a all. stupid pick. No. Stupid pick. That's a stupid pick. This is my you don't know what no, my team is going to be hang capable on. of. Hang on. I'm not even ripping the fact that you picked that sandwich. I am questioning maybe the positioning of the pick. Maybe second round's a little high. I love Bojangles spicy Cajun fillet. It is delicious. It is underrated. You may have just got the gem of this draft. I See, I'm not, think, I'm not worried you're about what you guys to, are picking. But you're I, have to, I know the guys that I want on my team. Right. You're going to have to worry about the pundits, a.k.a. common man here. You're going to have to worry about him ripping this pick because it was a bit early, I think. A bit early? You shouldn't draft a restaurant that's not even in the area. That should be off limits. Because then listeners are going to want to go try well, your team. Say, if, and they can't even go there. If what are they going to drive? Lexington, Kentucky? <laughs> yes. Yes. They could drive like, to Lexington, Kentucky. I, I you've like never you driven somewhere. To, didn't you drive somewhere for one of the taco chains? Del Taco, yeah. You yeah. went up to like North the, Northwest Ohio. They're at least an hour outside Sandusky of town, right? Didn't you make a trip up there just to go to a taco joint? There's no, something I fun about I didn't that. Go up there. I thought you did that a while oh. ago. No, I didn't go up there. I mean, I was up there. Oh. And so then I went. Oh, I see. But you've had you've had <laughs> you had that up there. Okay. All right. One more pick in this uh little thing that we're doing. Round two. Well, yeah, that's what it's called. Teddy has the eighth pick in the draft, last pick of the second round. What are you doing, Teddy? Well, I went chicken with my first pick, so I'm looking for some beef. I just feel I need something, some beef here. And I'm going with the Wendy's Baconator as my beef sandwich. You got, you got beef and pork. Boinging. You got, all, mm-hmm. you That's got right. all the meats. You got Bacon, all the meats right there. You got, mm. you got poultry, you got pork, That's you got beef. That's a good pick there, Teddy. Bacon, I like your pick. beef. That's solid. So I, Teddy's I can go right down the street and get it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying with uh, what we have so far, the teams we have, Ted has Baconator and Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. It's a pretty mm-hmm. good team. 
Uh, Timmy has the butter burger from Culver's with bacon. Bacon butter burger. Yes. And the spicy Cajun filet from Bojangles. Uh, Mike has the Wendy spicy chicken sandwich and the quarter pounder with cheese from McDonald's. And I have a Big Mac and large fry. <laughs> from McDonald's. McDonald's. From McDonald's. Man. Yes. Large fry from McDonald's, to be clear. But yeah, I got the basically the combo of that for me. So, all right. I'm, I'm feeling good about my draft so far. The third round continues at 434. Now get the hell out of here, Timmy. Okay. Go, go find a Bojangles somewhere within driving distance so we can all go. The number one pick in the actual draft will be offered a special reward tonight. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Traffic is building in that area. And watch out for backups on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Late safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Like a sports drink. But for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Already strong reactions from you, the listener, mm. to our fast food draft. It will continue at 4.34. We have done two rounds. We are doing seven rounds in total. Whatever we don't get done today, we'll finish tomorrow. What are, uh, what are some of the reactions we're getting here? Well, people... mostly it's people hating Timmy Hall. Which, oh, okay. I mean, I approve of that. I think it's an asinine first two picks of the draft. I, look, you know what? I, I, I feel like Timmy's going to... Perhaps have a method to his madness. Maybe he's no, going to shock us in later so. rounds. I think Timmy is one of these GMs that wants to show how clever he can be when there's obvious choices on the board. He's like, no, nah, that's what you think. See, you're you're a simpleton. I'm going to blow your mind with this pick. Mm. Mel Kuyper is not talking about my pick because I'm smarter than him. Right. That's see. That's well. Andrew Barry from the Browns likes to say all the time, like all the. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to say he's going to say that all the time. This draft. But a lot of times when he's talked about the draft, he has said, we had a first-round grade on that guy. Uh, yeah, did you? On every, on the guy you had in the seventh round, you had a first-round grade well, on everybody him? everybody else was stupid. We're smart. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I think sometimes these GMs in the NFL do get a little caught up in that, thinking that their draft board is immaculate. Maybe Timmy got a little caught up in just what he likes personally. This is food, right? I mean, food is deeply personal, so it's it's a little different than... The quote-unquote science of grading players. NFL draft starts up tonight. I think we're going to have that on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2. Am I right, Teddy? Because we have Jackets time on the FM. That is correct, and we'll join it in progress yep. after the Jackets. Okay. If, uh, if you're not familiar with how HD2 works, if you look at your radio and you see an HD and some little 
wavy signs next to it, that means you have HD radio. If you can push on that or click on that or whatever you have to do to get that to work, it should, when you're listening to the fan, drop down a menu that says HD1, HD2, HD3, and you just pick which one you want. Uh, if not, click on AM 1460, or of course, this is all available to stream on your phone as well, yeah. on the fan app. Uh, whoever is the number one pick in the draft may have a little special treat. A sex worker in Nevada tells TMZ Sports she's so grateful for the revenue that the NFL draft has brought her this month she wants to give Thursday's number one overall pick a free sex romp. Roxanne Price, a 27-year-old licensed sex worker, tells us that Las Vegas escorts have taken a hit during the COVID pandemic, just like everybody else. Of course. So with mean, the NFL draft coming to town this week, big money is finally starting to come back to the industry. And Price wants to thank the NFL for it all, specifically by giving the number one number one overall pick Top-notch service at the Chicken Ranch Brothel. <laughs> it's a they, weird name for a brothel. They, well, they're all ranches, right? There's there's the Bunny Ranch. Like, why do they all have to... Chicken Ranch. I mean, why couldn't you just... Do they have to pretend like they farm animals there? Is you that... Chop their heads illegal? off and they just run around and... Is that one foam of the, at the mouth. legal thing? Foam at the mouth? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, she says, the least I can do is offer the top pick the most valuable thing I possess... My premium erotic services at ah, no charge. Ah, It's my way of saying thank you to the athletes that inspire us all. Well, all right. I, I wonder, I mean, there's a lot of different endorsement deals that are flying around these days. I wonder if anyone will be like, yeah, I'll... Uh, Aiden Hutchinson here for the Chicken Ranch. <laughs> What's that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put farm? my name on it and let everybody know what I'm... Now, I'm not saying there won't be players who partake. That's a whole different thing. Hey, maybe this is the best place in the world. Maybe they serve you greasy chicken covered in ranch while someone pleasures you. I, you know what? I'd go there. I'd find out. Let's let's see what happens. Right now, as far as all that goes, um, very nice of of this person to offer those services. But mm -hmm. the NFL gonna like if you if you say like, all right, yeah, hey, took this lady up on this offer. I'm gonna have some fun. And then uh, afterwards, that's all done now. And thank you very much. Is the NFL have a problem with that? Do they like come down hard on you? Do they yell at you, or do they I just mean, say, it's, "Oh, it's, hey. a, it's a legal service." That's what I that mean. You're taking advantage of. What's the What's the point? What's well, the problem? There's I should a say. There's a legal. There has been in the past legal services such as well, not a service, but you know, substance that you've been allowed to partake. Well, fair in. enough. And for a and long the time, had rules on that. Even though gambling was legal in Las Vegas, the NFL frowned on it. Oh, and they yelled at you if now, you did it. Now they love it. No, they can't get they can, enough. They can make money off of it. The I'm draft, of course, is in Vegas tonight. That's how much they love it. Right. It's going to be on the Bellagio Fountains, right? Wait, is that what you're, you isn't that what you're walking around on? Is that, I, think put, I think they put the stage on the fountains. Well, that was the NHL All-Star Game. Are they doing that, too, for the NFL no, I, stuff tonight? I thought, because the draft initially, remember it was going to be there a few years ago, and they were going to have a boat. I'm on a boat. They're going to take you on a boat. That's right. That's across right. the across the fountain. I don't know if that's they, still part of the. Plan. They did away with the boat, though. They just put everyone's like going to be on the stage or something. It's the stage, and then they built like some ramps, you know, oh, okay, walkways, walkways out instead of the boat. So the boat is no longer there. I saw this today. This is from the Nevada Gaming Control, and we've always been told. I've always been told that you know sports gambling is lucrative, but that's not what they make their money on in Vegas. And I'm looking at this in black and white. Nevega Casino's net winnings in the month of March. Okay. Okay, this is just for uh, Nevada. You said this is the, Nevada, net, this is the net winnings. So this net is, winnings. Okay. Uh, 
Sports gambling, $36.9 million. Sure. Sounds good. That's that's a decent amount of money. This is just for the month of March, $36.9 million. Craps, $41 million. Mm -hmm. So more than sports gambling. Yeah. Roulette, $54 million. Blackjack, $104.6 million. Burt Baccarat, $131.7 million. <laughs> Dumb reference. <laughs> Burt Baccarat. And I, again, sports, $36.9 million. I just told you, Burt yeah. Baccarat, $131.7 million. Penny Slots. Mm. Penny Slots, who also works at the Chicken Ranch. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing, hey, man? You penny slots. Penny slots. Put hey. some ranch on the chicken, Benny. <laughs> Can you point me in the direction of penny slots? <laughs> That's right. Thirty-four or thirty-four. Three hundred forty-one point <laughs> one million dollars. Wow. Three hundred forty-one point one million dollars winnings in Las Vegas. For penny slots. This man, this is the thing with Vegas that I think gets lost because we've talked about how, you know, you go look at what New Jersey. I mean, they have sports gambling. I want to say they were in the hundreds of millions of dollars a month on sports. Gambling. I think they did a billion for the year, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? They were well. They were at some months over a hundred million and over a billion for a year. And then you get to Vegas, which is the epicenter of all this. And they're now they're just talking casinos, right? But you can still bet on your phone, I want to say, in Vegas. I don't think you have to go to the casinos. I could be wrong. I don't know. Either way, all I'm telling you is Vegas has the different business plan. They're saying, Oh yeah, sports gambling. We've we've got that. But if you've ever been to a sports book, I don't know for those who haven't, there's tons of TVs, there's tons of people bringing you drinks, there's lots of VIP stuff you can pay for to to, you know, have a nice spot where you're left alone and all that stuff but they make that really nice to draw you into the casino they want you to spend time at their casino at their sports book they just want to get you to the slot machine but that's what right slots. exactly that's why they have all these shows that's why they had britney spears doing concerts there and all these other magic acts and great restaurants and all that stuff they're paying for a lot of that because they know if we get you in here when you're tired and drunk at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're like, where are you going to go, Phil Castellini? You're just going to walk right down to the penny slots, say it's only $5, I'm not going And then you're going to be there for an hour and waste 400 bucks, not win a thing, and you'll leave when you win 20 and say, oh, there you go, I got something. And that's it. That's where they make their money. You drunk at 3 a.m. walking around playing the penny slots. $341.1 million. Let him live. Kyrie tweeting about the evil media today. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Traffic is backed up in that area. And I-71 northbound between 670 and 17th Avenue. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. Tough the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Bone of Education coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We're learning about the Wright brothers today. Would you rather, at 534, send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Uh, Kyrie was on social media today. I'm surprised that he's not above social media on a higher plane of existence. Mm. He said, when I see my name or my brother's slash sister's names getting spun through the media, I refer to all my research about who they are. Their job is to, all caps, control public perception, all while profiting off discussing, discrediting, and disrespecting people's lives for entertainment. I send shots at the puppet masters, not the puppets. All puppets do is run around society trying to gain popularity and state opinions. What a life! My name is worth billions to these media corporations. My brothers and sisters who deal with this know exactly what I mean. When you become free mentally and spiritually, there's not much this twisted slash racist society can surprise you with. My ancestors left behind all the wisdom and truth for their agenda to be exposed. When you know exactly who they are, they can't hide from their filth. Mm. Kyrie, deep well, thoughts. You know, there. this is the thing with Kyrie that's always frustrating for me is that he occasionally does touch on issues of race, which are real and difficult to maneuver in this society and i don't doubt that some of his frustration truly honestly as as much as i disagree with him on a lot of things i'm sure some of his frustration is rooted in the fact that it's still weird how we've talked about sports and athletes for 40 plus years in this country and probably even before that and he's referencing a lot of that in what he's talking about but the notion that people saying kevin durant kind of didn't get it done in this basketball series or that Kyrie could have played a little better. I don't know if that's necessarily part of that structure he's referencing. You know, like I don't know that saying Ben Simmons might have should have been able to play basketball. I don't know if that's contributing to that structure or not. I'm not I'm not 100% on that unless, one, Kyrie. Unless unless you're on Kyrie's side, you are the enemy. And you're right. And you know what? This is the secret to a lot of people who specialize in gobbledygook, run around conversation like Kyrie does. He he tries to make him sound very smart on sit certain situations because he puts kernels of truth in everything. But that doesn't yeah. mean he knows what he's talking about. Kyrie Irving is a dumb person's idea of a smart person. I've said the same thing about Joe Rogan, Aaron Rodgers, people like that. Yeah. I think Kyrie is the type of person who thinks he's on a higher plane than all you peons who buy tickets to see him. Now, I know he's focusing on the media here, but really he's talking about you. He's talking about you and the people who consume such media. Well, dare I say, Mike, to, uh, to turn his own you know, heightened logic a little bit against him, 
when you criticize the media, why does the media exist? But for who does it exist, Kyrie? It exists for all the people who pay ticket money to go see you play or not play, as the case was for half the year. Like, when guys in the sports world criticize the media, and I am not defending a lot of the media because a lot of the media is stupid. You and I don't consume a lot of the sports media because it is toxic and trash and stupid. But let's just pause for a second when Kyrie says, yeah, you believe this media chasing around my name, trying to report on me all for profit. It's like, I don't know if you're aware of this, Kyrie, but you make millions of dollars playing a game that that yes, it is all of it. If you're going to go metaphysical on us and if we're going to get into the deepest of deep thoughts, all of it is kind of ridiculous, but you're okay with capitalizing on making money as a guy who shoots a basketball really well. You have no problem looking at that and saying, I don't need these millions of dollars to play basketball. Why don't you give it to hungry people? He doesn't, he doesn't suddenly get altruistic when the checks start arriving. But, but when it's time for someone to say, hey, Kyrie, I have a problem with this, that, or the other thing of how you play basketball, then all of a sudden it's like, I don't know why you care. I don't know why you're so interested. Well, then don't be that guy 100% then and say, I don't know no, why I, you care. I, I don't have, know why you're so interested. I must have missed Kyrie Irving's deep philosophical rants about the business dealings of Nike. I must have missed it. I mean, my God, I, some of the best shoes out there are Kyrie's. Like, my kids, they're so ubiquitous. My kids have had Kyrie's and didn't know they were Kyrie's. Like, that's how many of those shoes have been made, and that's how many versions of them are made. There's the fly trap. There's all kinds of Kyrie's shoes out there. And I'm okay with that. And I think Kyrie is too deep down. But if someone were to say Kyrie suck, you know what? Kyrie has said the Kyrie suck. He has ripped his own shoes. He has even said sometimes these shoes suck, but he didn't tell Nike to stop making them. Did he? I, I assume maybe I'm wrong. Has Kyrie sent back the checks from Nike? I, I for don't using think so. His name no. on these shoes that he no. says suck. I mean, I'm just saying no, he's got deep standards. If we're going to get into that and go all the way, Kyrie, I'm that's a fine conversation to have. It's a really deep one. Leads to a lot of uncomfortable places, but sure. I just don't think conflating all of that with every like don't always put yourself next to people who really have been struggling and fighting for something and then say, "Yeah, I I'm in the same boat on this issue." I don't doubt that Kyrie's experienced a lot of horrible things, especially when it comes to racism. I don't doubt that at all. I don't know that Someone saying Kevin Durant didn't play as well as he should have is the same thing. All right. Go follow Kyrie on Twitter. But I'm sure he doesn't care about <laughs> he's followers. He's on at Flat Earth he's, TV he's on above, Twitter. Go ahead. He's above followers. Oh, that's right. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need it. Yeah. He doesn't need that blue check mark either. He's above it all. Sure. Bone of education coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll find some delays on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315 and 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and Route 315. That's a five-minute delay. Strapping Gaport is sponsored by Audible. This spring, let Audible bring a smile with comedy, sci-fi, thrillers, or whatever you love listening to. From audiobooks to exclusive originals to podcasts, find it all on Audible. Sign up and start free at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Would you rather, coming up at 534, send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. The third round of our fast food draft coming up at 434. The actual NFL draft starts up tonight. You can catch that on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2. Uh, before we get to Bone of Education, it has not been a good time for streaming services. Mm-mm. Netflix lost 35% of their stock price in one day. I'm sure they recouped some of that, but that was a bad day for them. CNN Plus was around for about five minutes. And I just saw that uh, the cock... Peacock, NBC's streaming arm, released their quarterly earnings yesterday. And they had, you know, positive things to say. They said, hey, uh, we've reached 28 million monthly active accounts. I mean, I don't know what that means. That sounds pretty good. But it sounds like a lot. 28 million? It added 4 million paid subscribers to reach 13 million overall. It says, though the Super Bowl and Olympics drove most, most of the activity... Peacock has two tiers, one free and one ad-supported. Uh, Peacock Premium, which costs $5 a month. Teddy is a subscriber of the cock, right, Teddy? I am, yeah. I watch the uh, WWE on there, and also they have The Office, which I enjoy. Okay, well, for the first quarter of the year, they posted revenue of $472 million. Okay. NBC Universal. That is just for Peacock or for all of it says NBC? Peacock. Peacock oh, okay. had revenue. Well, that's not bad. Then. Of four hundred and seventy-two million dollars. That's yes. easily a two billion dollar business if they kept that up all all year. That's pretty good, right? But when you factor in the revenue and how much they lost, ah, you add that number in, they lost four hundred and fifty-six million dollars oh. in the quarter. Oh, even when you add the revenue in there. Oh, that's bad. And they say, hey, we expected to lose this type of money. We're not at the point where we're making money yet. Well, and you know what? That's better than what CNN said when they were like, oh, we didn't get a million subscribers in an hour. Cancel. Like, I mean, good for NBC, well, I it, guess. Right. Saying, it sounds, that's a bigger story. Where, you know, they were in the middle of a merger and it sounded like their new owners had no desire to launch this service, but they did it anyway. Right. I, I think here, here's where I come down on some of the streaming stuff and these numbers that you're talking about. I mean, I have, I have, Peacock for soccer and various other things I want to watch, but I feel like between Peacock and Paramount Plus, and of course you've got Amazon Prime, which has its own separate reason people have that for the shopping arm of that, but then you've also got your Netflix and Hulu and everything else. There is no doubt money being made in this space, and there are lots of people who have made money and will make money. They will continue to build Some companies will build a lot of wealth out of this and they will be really good 
after this is all done. They will make a lot of money off of this. And then the dust will settle and there will be three or four dominant participants like there is with anything. And those will be the ones who get all the other cool stuff, right? They'll pick up all these contracts for sports. They'll get all these shows. They'll Right. That is still in the process of being settled, don't you think? Yeah. Like, I, I think there are a lot of people who will stay with streaming services, but we can't have 72 of them. At some point, most Americans, most people, most humans, for that matter, I don't think are going to say, yeah, I can pluck down $12.99 or $4.99 or $5.99 22 times a month. I can do it two or three times a month, maybe four times a month if I really like a couple shows you've got, but that's it. And I think that's everyone's just got slightly different tastes right now on what they want. Once some of these companies, there'll be companies that come together. Don't you think some of these streaming platforms will probably merge with each other. Some of them will be spun off from these companies and bought. And then that's where we'll get to a more regular product that I think most people can see. There's, I'm just saying there's lots to be done here. It's unfortunate that there's 9 million different companies right now trying to do it. Here's something for you, Teddy mission impossible seven is coming out next year. Mm -hmm. I saw the trailer for it today. Did you watch it? I did not know that the new trailer was out. It dropped today. And and an official name for the movie was unveiled today, too. What's that? It is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Oh. Yeah, I know they're doing two of them. All right. Wow. All right, um, I'll be over here watching. Yeah, that. I was going to say right. you've lost Ted for the next three minutes or whatever. Bone of education. <laughs> Ted's good. Thank so if you, we Ted. just start dropping f bombs, Teddy's not going to dump us we're out. We're screwed. That's, That's right. it. We're we're done. All right, bone of education. What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants because it's time for Bone of Education. Sponsored by White Castle. The new 1921 slider is finally here. Try one today, only at White Castle. All right, we're going to talk about Wilbur and Orville Wright. And you mentioned something about why does every state in the country practically claim the Wright brothers or flight or where the home of flight well we'll get to a little bit of that uh so milton wright and susan Catherine kerner were the mother and father father and mother of the wright brothers they're actually two of seven children born uh wilbur was born in millville indiana in 1867 but orville was born in dayton in 1871 when did you bring those two names back i feel like old-timey names have come back for for girls but not so much for boys well, I mean, Wilbur, you're, I, you could do Wilbur and just call your kid Will, and people wouldn't necessarily... What about Orville? That's going to be a little tougher, right? That's going to... Actually, you know what? My buddy Ori, I don't know. Maybe that is Maybe his that's name. His Maybe name? that's his nickname is Ori, but All his right. real name's Orville. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, so they moved around a lot because dad was a bishop in the Church of the United Brethren in Christ, so they traveled around quite a bit. They moved 12 different times before finally returning permanently to Dayton, where the family started in 1884. So that is partially why, like, they lived in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So some people in Iowa have brought up that, well, when they lived here, their father bought them a toy helicopter that they played with, and that led them to want to do flight experiments. Uh, That's a loose connection, right? Don't you think? Dayton, Ohio is where they're based out of and where most of their uh, big breakthroughs happen. But anyway, both brothers, interestingly enough, did not uh, receive diplomas for attending high school. It was Wilbur who completed high school, but then they moved and he couldn't get his diploma. It was awarded to him in April 16th, 1994, posthumously. I was going to say, was he he present? No, what would have been his 127th birthday. So that was nice of the school to take care of that. Anyway, uh, it was... 
a little bit of a weird thing with uh, Wilbur Wright. He was struck in the face by a hockey stick while playing hockey with friends in 1886. He had been like a really athletic kid who was really outgoing. When that happened, for whatever reason, they said the injuries weren't too bad, but he stayed kind of withdrawn from society, went back into his house, stayed with his parents, his mom, and just kind of lived around the house for a few years. Orville's coming up through. He's a little younger. He starts getting interested in some of the things older brother's doing. Older brother was tinkering in the house and figured out how to build a printing press. That's one of the first things that they worked on together, and they started a newspaper. This newspaper eventually published works from Paul Lawrence Dunbar, who is one of the early African-American poets and writers that, you know, broke through and was able to get international acclaim for some of his work. They helped get him started. He was actually a classmate of Orville's in Dayton. So very cool connection there. They opened a bicycle repair shop. I think most people are aware of that history. They These guys basically said, we want to make money. We want to find a way to get a business going. And we are interested in any way to do that. Bicycling was like the NFTs of the 1890s. Everyone was like, do you do you have a bicycle? Can I get a bicycle? Here's my bicycle. And they were just, oh, it was all you could talk about. So they started in on bicycles because it was popular, not necessarily because they liked them. In either case, that ability to invent, create, build, repair came in handy later as they studied mechanical structures and started realizing they thought flight could be possible. In 1896, uh, there was a secretary of the Smithsonian Institution named Samuel Langley who flew an unmanned, steam-powered, fixed-wing model aircraft. No one was in it, of course, it was unmanned, but it did fly with a machine, with an engine. Uh, Also, there were gliders, a lot of different people doing glider experiments uh, during this time. And so the the Wrights said looking at all that is what caused them to get interested. In fact, uh, Wilbur wrote to the Smithsonian said, do you have any info on flying? We'd love that. And they sent them information through the mail and they read it and were like, we're going to study this. So anyway, they kept going. By all accounts, Wilbur was the driving force. Of the one of the two, the older brother was the one who kind of said, "Let's get this going. Let's make this happen." And Orville was the one going, "Yeah, okay. Well, you want to do this? I can help you figure it out." He was smart, but he didn't have the drive that Wilbur had. Wilbur was probably the ones. A lot of the writings at that time, Wilbur kept said, "My machine, my plans." He was writing about them, and Orville was also, you know, working on them. He was writing more we and our stuff. Wilbur was saying me and my stuff. So that kind of lets you know how that was going. Eventually, they got some glider experiments under their belt. In fact, they had a a glider accident, multiple glider accidents that they survived. But others at the time did not. Other guys died trying to experiment with flight. It's amazing to me how many people just fell from the sky and lived. Oh, yeah. Like, they, I mean, they weren't going that high, but high enough that they killed people. Right. Right. They weren't 5,000 feet in the air, but they were going off of hills, floating down, and then all of a sudden, the wind would pick up. They couldn't control it. If I jumped off of a lifeguard chair right now, I would die. (laughs) Well, have you ever seen a paper airplane? You throw it, and it kind of goes for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, it, like, flips up, and then it just, boom, and the nosedive is severe, even on a little paper airplane. Now, imagine that's a 300, 400-pound wooden and canvas machine that you're flying, Yeah, dangerous. In either case, they figured out how to control that well enough that they decided, what if we strapped the motor on this puppy and a propeller? Let's go. So they went down to North Carolina, killed Devil Hills. That is what they did in 1903. That is when the flight took place. They finally went out December 17th. Uh, It was just about 12 o'clock in the day, just around noon. Wilbur started the fourth and last flight of the day. He first flew a few hundred feet. They were up and down. But this time they had covered 300 feet 
I guess this is one of the three flights they took. The first one was actually by Orville at 1035 that morning. At 120 feet, it went. So that's the first flight that everyone knows. They did two more after that. Anyway, five people witnessed this at the time, and it's a good thing they did because most people at the time said, that's not real. Like they, they phoned their dad back home and said, you should tell the press that we've flown. We flew on a plane. We both did it. It happened. And he's like, I'll tell him. And the press were like, not important. How, how, what, 100 feet? That's nothing. Call us when you fly over the ocean or something. And so they were like, well, but <laughs> no one's flown in a plane that they sat in and, and was done by an engine. So eventually, after years of flying around Dayton and some Daytonians sitting there going, I must, I got to get my medicine checked. That's not real. I think I saw a man on a plane just now. Like people saw it around Dayton and said, I don't believe it. I don't think that's real. Or they're doing some kind of magic act that's attached to a string. Fake news, baby. Right. People at the time did not believe them. It was not until four or five years later where press around the world agreed this had occurred. The photograph made its way around that someone snapped at that day when it happened. And they went back and replicated their experiments and showed we can do this. It is happening. We are doing it. And then it became suddenly, you know, just one of the most important inventions of all time. So cool that those brothers were able to figure that out. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome, man. Umpire Joe West, even though he's retired, continues to make blood shoot out of my eyes. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find traffic on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. And more delays on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. I would like to thank uh, listener Gennaro who tweeted and said, uh, the Wright brothers probably didn't call their dad. It would have been a telegraph. All right. Come on. Fine. Good call. Come on. That's probably true. I'm, what are we doing? I just, you know, telling the story. So they, they call their dad. I'm, you know, talking about contacting their dad. Anyway, they reached out and said... Hey, we did this. They reached out and touched someone. Yeah. Uh, Joe West. I thought I was done with him forever, but he's back with a podcast. And for some reason, he was on 670 The Score in Chicago this week. Uh, 
Okay. Whichever radio show, whoever the host was that said it's a good idea, let's have Joe West on our air, should be fired instantly right now. I don't understand what happens when everyone looks at a guy as Joe West has been for many years looked at as one of the worst umpires in the game. Not only that, he is a clown. Of course, from he's a personality a clown. standpoint, he is a clown. So all that being known, but then when he stops doing the thing, suddenly everyone's like, oh, remember Joe West? And it's like, yeah, that guy who annoyed me for many, many years and I really don't have any desire to listen to. Yeah, we're going to have him on. Isn't he wild? Like, no, he's he's actually not. He's he's kind of annoying, but sure. What did they do with him on the air? Well, they called him, I guess, to talk about how bad Angel Hernandez was during that game against the Phillies. Where Cal Schwarber uh, lost his mind and got uh, thrown out. We talked about it the next day where Angel Hernandez blew a strike call by over six and a half inches. Oh, which was the it's, worst all season. Well, his, his, you know, they do that strike zone where it kind of shows you a graph of every strike he called and they put a shape around it. His looked like an amoeba from that game. Like it didn't, it didn't resemble like a square or like a rounded off square or an oval. No, it was, it was out of control. According to, Umpire scorecards, they rated Angel Hernandez for that game uh, with a grade of 88% for overall accuracy. The Major League Baseball average, according to them, is 94%. 88% is an extremely low score, right? Yeah. So they're talking to Joe West on Chicago Sports Radio. And Joe West, who of course is going to defend every bad umpire in the world because he himself was a bad umpire for longer than anybody else in history. Uh, he said he called Angel Hernandez after that game, and Angel Hernandez told him that Major League Baseball graded him a 96% for that game. So if you are to believe Joe West, who apparently talked to Angel Hernandez, Angel Hernandez says he was given an above-average grade, 96%, because I told you the average is 94%, for that horrible game against the Phillies in Philadelphia. One of two things is true here. Either Joe West or Angel Hernandez are just lying out of their minds and we're all dumb enough to believe it. Or Major League Baseball truly has no hope whatsoever. If you look at that Angel Hernandez performance and say, not only do we give you a passing grade, you, my friend, were exceptional. You're above average on that day. Something's not right here, Bone. Well, it right. can't be. It can't be, but I... <laughs> That's all varying levels of dumb, but can we? Can I go back to, like, again, why do you have Joe West on your airwaves? I don't know. Whoever well, the host was should be fired immediately. I know, but I want to just, Ooh, like... I'm going to look it up. This thought of... Because you know what that means? When Angel Hernandez is done being an umpire, guess what's going to happen? The same guys now who are ripping these dudes and say, man, he sucks, he's a terrible umpire, five years from now or whenever he's done... They'll call him up and be like, ah, oh, Angel Hernandez, what are your thoughts on the next dumb umpire? Like, why do they do this? What, who wants to hear from these umpires? This was Parkins and Spiegel. I don't know Parkins. I worked with Matt Spiegel at Sporting News Radio 20 years ago. You should call him up and yell I'm at him. I'm going to call him and yell at him. First of all, he's a he was a fat guy who's now skinny, so I hate him. <laughs> oh, good to know. He's taking control of his health, and I hate that about him. <laughs> Just like I'm going to hate you when you get skinny. Okay, thanks. Yeah, but that's good. can't we all agree to hate him now that he's had Joe West well, on I don't his show? Know. I don't know why you... Unless you have Joe West on to tell him how awful he is and, and how he sucks. Well, that, that I guess is what bothers me is when we all get annoyed with someone, I understand. I, 
Joe West can go about living his life. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not wanting to like find the guy and yell at him in public or anything like that. I want to put him in jail. Fine. But I don't care to hear from him again. What bugs me about guys who work in this business is there are some people who do this for a living. And it sounds like those two guys, Chicago are among them where they are more concerned with keeping up the relationships with people that they think have connections and are important. And they will then take their entire audience's experience and throw it in the trash just so they can get to talk to someone who might hook them up with tickets or, Hey, at some point, if I'm ever out at a you know baseball thing, I can text Joe West and say, Hey Joe, are you at the world series? What's going on? I'm at the world series. You got good seats. Can I hang out with you? Like, can I, I hang out with you? That's what I'm right. Why Is do it, you want to hang out with him? Don't you get what I'm saying? I like, know what you're saying. These guys look around and they say, Oh, who has connections? I will let them come on my show and steal my audience and tell my audience things. My audience doesn't want to hear. I don't care about the people that I actually talk to every day. I care more about Joe West than the thousands of people in Chicago who probably listen to these dopes. Let me ask you a question. All In all seriousness, what would you do if I handed you the show sheet for today and it simply said 434 Joe West? We're talking to Joe West. <laughs> I would look at you and say, what am I missing? Like, what happened? I, no, I, just, I just want to talk to him today. I then just booked I, I, him. Then, I want to talk to him today. Then I would ask. I Then I would actually say, oh, okay, cool. Ted? A moment, please. And then I'd walk to another studio and be like, is he okay? Yeah, right. You both <laughs> would think that aliens or I was possessed. Right. But that wasn't really me. Yeah, I'm it saying. Was some it alien would, wearing a common man suit. Well, and then if Ted was like, oh, man, he's fine. I totally agree. Then I'd be like, then I'm okay. Then you need to check yourself then, into the no, mental I would, hospital. Then I need to leave because something's, something's messed up or you guys are punking me or something. Like I would... Or I would expect you were having like a celebrity impersonator, air quotes, celebrity, an impersonator of his come on and like even do then his I, voice. Wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Well, of course, that also is something you wouldn't do. I just it bugs me greatly doing the job that we do. We don't have a lot of standards, but you may think what we do every day is we just do stuff to just be random and dumb. We try. We fail often. We try to do things we think you'll enjoy or we, that is our goal, even if we don't hit it. It bugs me when people go and call up a Joe West and say, come on our radio airwaves, Joe, let's talk. Why? Who are you? Who is that for in your audience? Your audience either doesn't care about that guy or they hate him. No, if they put I have talked to radio people about this throughout the years. And with some of them, it's like I'm just hitting my head up against cement where they will say, hey, I don't know if I should have this guy on and. And I said, well, you know what you should do? You should put a little poll out to your listeners and just ask if they want to listen to them. I can't do that. That gives a listener too much power. Huh? Okay. Oh, go ahead. If 90% of your listeners say they don't want to hear it and you give it to them anyway, what are you doing? How are you serving them? Oh, I'd love to see a poll in Chicago about that. Right? Well, we, I'd love, I would look, love to have we seen a poll. We do the polls. We, once in a while, we'd like to do it once a quarter. Sometimes we forget. Often. But we, we like to throw out a survey to the people and we ask. What do you like to hear? Do you is like it, this? Do you hate this, that? Is it the sports stuff? Do you like this segment? Do you hate this segment? And if 90% of people said, I hate the nonsense, we'd stop doing it. But sure. fortunately for us, 90% of the people say they like the nonsense. Well, and you know what? It's it's anecdotal, but... But you can't get we, anybody saying they want to hear from Joe West. No, no, I'm saying we... In this business, the thing I have learned is no one... And this this is not just here on this show that you and I do. 
This is anywhere I've ever been doing radio. People never come up to you and say, when you did the job exactly the way I expected you to, that was my favorite moment. No, they always come up to you and say, hey, that really weird or goofy or odd thing you guys did, that made my day. That was the, like if I've never had come up for here. No one has come up to me and said after the Ohio State football game, when you guys said the Buckeyes should have beat Rutgers by 60, I was fully on board. Like, no, no one ever comes up and says that. They say when you guys were joking about something else completely unrelated to any of that, that was the thing I enjoyed. So why not give your audience what they want? Joe West is what you're expected to do. That's like, oh, baseball guy. You know, there's a lot of Nobody baseball. Nobody should be expected to do that. No, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, They're, I know. That's I like, oh, he's got a ton of experience. He's been there. He's got stories. No, no one wants to hear from that guy. Why are you doing that? Round three of our fast food draft continues next. The pick is in. Oh. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. An accident blocks the left lane of the 270 southbound exit ramp to Main Street. Please be careful as traffic begins to build in that area. You'll also find some backups in westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan about a five-minute slowdown. This traffic report is sponsored by RumkeyCareers.com. Rumkey is now hiring CDL drivers. Earn $1,200 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-up bonus. No CDL. Paid training is available. Apply at RumkeyCareers.com or visit Rumkey on Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3 to apply in person. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Only an array with fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling can i tell you a secret one of my joys in life is a good clean out once in a blue moon i will take it to the next level i have an air vent right over the toilet so when i know a wild ride is coming i'll turn down the ac a few minutes before it's go time and then when i sit down beautiful cold air greets me blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Our fast food draft continues. It is me, Bone, Teddy, and Timmy Hall Seven rounds drafting fast food items, not restaurants, not combo items, individual items. A restaurant is in contention if it has a drive through window and it serves fries. Well, that's it. We would have asked Leanna to do this, but we know she doesn't go anywhere other than three blocks from her house. She doesn't drive. So there's, we, there's no reason to ask her. Teddy is up with the ninth pick in the draft. This is the first pick of the third round. All right. With my third selection, after taking spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's, the Wendy's Baconator, I felt I needed some fries. Bone took the McDonald's fries. I'm going with Arby's Curly Fries. Mm, choice, that Teddy. is really good. That and would actually, have been my fry choice, but now it's off the board. Mine. If I could have held off to the third round with fries, that's probably where I would have gone if it was available, but I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't know if I thought I would lose both. If I didn't take McDonald's Curly Fries when I, or McDonald's fries when I did, Second round, I feel like that and curly fries would have been gone, and then I'd have been left holding the bag. What's in the bag? Yeah. Uh, Timmy Hall has the 10th pick in the draft. If you did not catch the earlier segment, Timmy Hall's draft has been very weird. 
His first overall pick was the Culver's Bacon Butterburger Deluxe. Mm, delicious. Mm. Delicious Which, again, burger. It's One of the best it, burger sandwiches I'm in sure, America. It is very delicious. I enjoy a Butterburger. It's just an odd pick for the second overall pick in this draft. Yeah. You could have held on and gotten that same pick probably in the sixth or seventh round. I think so. Yeah, and but we got our board and we're sticking with it. All right, it. and your number seven overall pick was the Bojangles Spicy Chicken Filet. Yeah. They don't even have any Bojangles in this no, region. No, but they're coming in hot. They're coming. I can't and wait. And everyone's going to try them and they're going to tweet me and say, oh my God, you're right. All right, Timmy, you have the 10th right. pick in the draft. What's it going to be? tough. Now, this is actually the second straight round where a good fry that I had my eye on went right before my selection. I'm going to go with another classic chicken. This is still here. I think this is a top five all-time item. I've probably consumed more of these than any other fast food item in my lifetime. McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. Oh, Okay. All the sauces you get there. I love oh, the sauces. The first, piece. That's the first normal pick that you've had. That so is, and it's a great pick because I, I was sitting there thinking if you didn't pick that, I'd go three for three on three McDonald's Three for three with Mickey D's. Yeah. because yeah, Ray Kroc would love you. I have a Big Mac and I have the McDonald's fries, which I'm very happy with those two picks. But yes. I'm I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go away from McDonald's, Mike. If do you, you have, mind. do you have your pick? I th- well, I had two options. One was going to be the nuggets. Those are gone. So yes, I have my pick. Could it be? I'm going to Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I'm just going to say we we haven't, we haven't had, had any had Taco one. Bell taken so far. Well, I'm trying to make a well-rounded menu. I've got a good burger option. I've got a good French fry option. I'm going to go with what I think is the best product at Taco Bell. Don't, best don't available. Do don't take what I want. The cheesy no! Gordita no! Crunch. I yes. It. I wanted it. Yes. You got a soft shell, you got a hard shell, you've oh. got the cheese, you've got the meat, you've got, got the Baja oh, sauce. Oh, the Baja sauce. Mm. I can have five with sauce. I love it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, anyway, I I, that's where I was going. That's where I was going with my pick. You stole it from me. Mm. You want to trade out of the pick? No. Uh, T-Bone's three picks, Big Mac, McDonald's fries, and first time off McDonald's, he goes Taco Bell with the cheesy gordita crunch. I feel really good. First about Taco this Bell I selection. Well, I, I, I was trying to hold back because I love Taco Bell. Taco Bell is probably my number one restaurant of all these restaurants. We could have had a second. Most. We could have had a second round Taco Bell pick. People here like Taco yeah, Bell. Yeah, I'm just saying, fries were there, so I took fries. I'm yeah. glad this fell to me at three. This is exactly what I was hoping. All for. right, I'm on the clock. I have back to back picks here. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> don't, don't congratulate me yet. So far, I have the Quarter Pounder with Cheese and Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. With the 12th overall selection, my first pick in the third round, my only pick in the third round, I'm going to go with Popeye's Spicy Tenders. Two spicy chickens in a row. Popeye's Spicy Tenders. So you got your your sandwich. Yeah, sandwich. And now if you didn't get enough. I I came into this knowing that I wanted two chicken items. And, and I've achieved you've that got, goal. You've got two chicken items. Yeah, I've I, achieved I that love goal. those tenders, man. I went they back to really back chickens. Good. All right, I got another one here. It's going to be the first of its kind with the 13th pick in the draft. We have not had any breakfast items, oh. but I'm going to do one here. The Egg McMuffin. Classic. At number 13, the Egg 
McMuffin. Mm, that's a good. Breakfast Sando makes an appearance. I got to be honest. Didn't even have it on my board. <laughs> what, no, I, no breakfast? I should, no, yeah. I should have thought of that. I didn't think of that at all, but that's a really good I'm, call I'm by you. I'm putting together a diverse menu for the people. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. do the same thing as you. And that's what this threw me a little bit. What you just did there, because ah. well, we've got we have all day breakfast now too. That's one of the things yeah, that I've loved about right. the fast food industry in the last ten years or so. We got wise people want breakfast at all hours of the day. So yeah, I, right. I too wasn't even thinking about right, breakfast. T bones at fourteen. Thing. You throwing a breakfast item out there has got me a little off my game because I have done the research. Lord knows, I've got twenty years of doing the research on this stuff. So I know the menus very well. I had, I did not think about breakfast, but I was thinking instead, I'm going to stick to my plan because the research is good. I trust the plan. I figure people are going to have a lot of salty, a lot of savory on these menu items we've all been picking. I've got a burger, got fries. Picking. I'm going sweet. Fourth round dessert? I'm going dessert. Fourth round dessert. I'm going blizzard. Which kind? Going to DQ. You and I'm going to be specific. Take Reese's peanut butter cup blizzard. Okay. Ooh. In my opinion, Ooh. the best of the blizzards. You can have all whatever you want to argue about. I am going to take go that Oreo one already. if I was doing a blizzard, but yeah, I'll let you live. That's fine. All I right, just like the right. chocolate and peanut butter combo. I think that covers hey, a little more it's ground. A, it's a blizzard. It's one of the most classical dessert items in America. I think I'm, fourth yeah. round's a little early for dessert, but I'll let that's you live. That's fine. I'm going for hitting all the bases. All right. Here. All right. Timmy's up. I'm sure it'll all be right. something stupid. No, it's not. This is a good one. This is a good one, and I'm, I'm playing off a of bone a little bit here with where he went. Normally, my order would always stay classical at a Taco Bell. I was, it would just be a taco guy, and I would order between five and seven of them, if you must know. That's really good. And then about 10 Strong. years ago, this thing came along that sort of upgraded, and then I would mix and match between the classic tacos and the crunchy Doritos ah. Loco Taco Nacho Cheese. We're going with the classic one. That's my pick. I, I like a Doritos Locos Taco a lot. No likey, Mike? No, I do like it. Okay, good. A little messy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all right. A little messy. For that's your fault if you try to eat in the car. That's, car you know what, that's I like it. to eat in the car, though. Well... Get a tray. <laughs> I do. Really I do be, have a tray. Really be shameful. <laughs> I do I have, have a tray. Like this man. No, Mike has a bag. What's in the bag? He has a heated bag for his pizza. Yeah. When he goes to pick up a pie, because he might go far away to get the and pie. He doesn't and he'll bring ask it back for a tray. By the way, he's got trunk trays. That's what he I'm saying. Keeps trays he's in prepared. the car, not, not in the trunk. That's amateur hour. It's backseat trays. He's prepared. They're in is the backseat. I have a backpack. Full of straws and napkins and plastic forks, just in case I need it. I sometimes they short you on a straw. Do you I have like a know. canvas sack that the trays get in, so no, particles I'm not in the like air that. don't get on it. I didn't know you had a fast food go bag. Oh for yeah, like and emergencies. I, 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 yeah, of I like, don't eat yeah. directly on the tray. Ends. I'm not yeah. an am, I'm not an animal. I have paper plates yeah. that I put on top of I the keep, tray. You don't have a you don't have like a trinket sack in the trunk of your car or something that oh, keeps I things do, together. And, but it just has like lots of randoms. It doesn't. It has all kinds of random stuff. It does not have that. One more pick before we got to take a break. Teddy's on the clock with pick number sixteen. All right, with my third pick, I went to Arby's and got some curly fries. I think I'm going to hang around there and oh. get some Arby's roast oh, beef sandwich. Yes. Simple but effective. Uh, Arby's so roast beef. One of my faves. Yeah. That's that's a good one. That's one of my uh, he- healthy foods that I like to Is go to. Is that a healthy food for you? 
<laughs> I told the doctor once. It's roast, like, it's roast beef. <laughs> what are you doing as far as your diet? I was like, I'm eating healthier. I'm eating Arby's roast Feels beef. like an Arby's night. Mm-hmm. So we're through four rounds. We have rounds five, six, and seven. That will come tomorrow. Go away, Timmy. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, I didn't know we were doing it. Oh, we're doing them all today. No, tomorrow. Oh, all right. The draft right. lasts all weekend. Okay. I, I got me. do some of it on the, the Saturday show. <laughs> Finish it up then. Right. Six and seven. There around. you go. Perfect. Uh, just a, a tragedy for a particular fan base. I think we should all think about them, how they're doing today, how they're crying today. I'll tell you what the hell I'm talking about coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing delays on 670 eastbound between Leonard Avenue and 5th Avenue. It is blocking the two right lanes, causing heavy slowdowns. Caution is advised as they get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is now hiring CDL drivers. Earn $1,200 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-in bonus. No CDL? Paid training is available. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com or visit Rumpke on Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3 to apply in person. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. One of the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mike, uh, as you know, the NFL draft is tonight. It's in Vegas. It's a big deal. They're very excited about going there, and College Game Day is actually going to be at the draft starting here in a few minutes. They're on from 5 to 7 on ESPN, I guess. All right. And they announced the guest list for College Game Day. Now, remember, Kirk Herbstreit won't be there. Blood clot issues, we wish him well, all that stuff. But everybody else, you know, will be, as far as I know, on College Game Day with the following guests. <laughs> Tell me which one doesn't belong. Kirby Smart. Belongs. Make, yeah. Uh, Marcus Freeman. Belongs. Some guy named Ryan Day. Belongs. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Angel. <laughs> the mind freak is going to show up. <laughs> I don't know. Chew on glass or whatever as yeah, he's like know. sitting there. <laughs> I want to hear him break down a football game. Me too. It's like, oh man, you know, football is like an experience. Your brain just goes in different places and your body's going different places too. I call my buddy Kyrie. Oh God. Yeah. It seems... That's what we should call Kyrie Irving is the Chris mind Angel? freak. No, the mind freak. We should just call him Chris Angel's nickname because that's what he thinks he is. Is He's like doing magic spells on all of us. Look, this draft is not doing it for me. I know it's in Vegas. I know it's going to be a spectacle tonight, but it's a weak quarterback draft. Uh, Browns don't have a first-round pick. Bengals are at 31. My Bears don't have a first-round pick. I think it's eight teams that don't have a first-round pick. And I just read this from Florio in Pro Football Talk. Jaguars would like to trade down a few spots, but can't find any takers. Yeah. Can you remember a time where no one was interested in the number one pick in the draft? Well, what does that tell you? Everyone looks at this draft and says, yeah, there's like a handful of guys you could get at the top that are all pretty good and yeah, not but, like one generational right, talent No one above. that's going to change my franchise. No one who I'm going to trade three draft picks to get. 
Yeah. Well, if it's any consolation of the Jags, they're, I mean, they, they got their franchise quarterback, right? Like as much as it would suck. No, I'm saying from the standpoint that at the time it happened, they were thinking if we get the number one pick, we've got our franchise quarterback. Now they could be wrong about that guy. We all could be wrong about Trevor Lawrence. I don't know, but I don't think they're going out and for them to be in a quarterback class. That's not exactly the strongest. I don't think well, that's, that's a huge thing. deal. Last year at this time, Spencer Rattler, who was at Oklahoma, was picked to be the first pick in this draft. That's right. In the 2022 draft. He stunk. He wound up transferring out of Oklahoma. He is still in college. But let's say Spencer Rattler goes out and he looks like a world beater. He wins the Heisman Trophy. He's awesome. Yeah. Right. And, and let's say they think he can translate well to the NFL. The Jags. That. Right. The Jags still have the number one pick in the draft, even with the debacle that was Urban Meyer and not getting given Trevor Lawrence a, a fair shake at the job. You don't think they think about a guy like that with the number one pick in the draft? Well, more importantly than that, they might think about him for a hot second, but they'd probably rather think we could trade down to four or five. Get another piece for well, him. Sure. For someone's someone's going to give him a king's ransom, right? For that. And that that guy is not there. And I'm not just saying that because you know Aiden Hutchinson is one of the guys that thought he might go number one. Who knows? Right? This keeps changing. But I'm not saying that because like a Michigan guy could go number one. That's not what this is about. It's the fact that at the top of this draft, they are saying there's three or four guys who look like they're kind of really good, and it's not enough to get anyone to move off of what they're going to do. So. I would expect the Jags are going to pick whoever they think is the best player there, and they're just going to take him. And it's going to be one of those weird congratulations, you're the number one pick things. Not like the, It's not like when Andrew Luck came out, right? It's not even with Trevor Lawrence when that just happened, right? That That's a lot different is what I'm saying in this draft. It's, it's not going to feel the same way. Not everybody is happy in Las Vegas, even though the draft is there tonight. I remember last year... Uh, around this time, the Vegas Golden Knights were eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Mm. And I was uh, reading some sad tweets from Golden Knight fans here on the air. One of the tweets said, is it ever going to happen for us? Is it ever going <laughs> right, to happen for yeah. us? This team has been in existence last mm. year at this time for four years. And they made the playoffs in each of those four years. They have never seen any struggle. They have never seen this team at the bottom trying to claw their way up. And yet you had the fan base whining about, is it ever going to happen for us? Well, unfortunately, the Vegas Golden Knights were eliminated from playoff contention yesterday. Oh, that is just and too so bad. They have missed the playoffs for the first time in their five-year existence. And yes, I could not resist. I had to go read some sad Vegas Golden Knights tweets today. Can't blame you at all. Uh, one fan said this was the worst day of his life. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm assuming, what is this guy, two years old? Like, I mean. Well, no, he doesn't know anything else. He I just, <laughs> he knows winning and success. I mean, not the ultimate success. They haven't gotten there yet, but they got pretty damn close. You mean the day when they were like, hey, everybody stay home for a while. Don't leave your house. We have a global pandemic. No, 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 no. That one this- bad? This is the worst day of his life. They were announcing like the amount of dead people. They were, that was not no, bad. That's fine. okay. All right. I care about that. Good for good for him. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on 670 eastbound between Leonard Avenue and 5th Avenue. There is some debris on the roadway causing some heavy backups. Please be very careful in this area. You'll also find an accident causing backups on 270 northbound between Elm Creek Drive and US 33. It is blocking the right lane. Striving Report is sponsored by Nature Valley Crunchy Bars. Everyone knows that Nature Valley Crunchy Bars are, well, crunchy. What they don't know is that they're also packed with 16 grams of whole grains ready to help you get out there. Nature Valley for every adventure. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Attention. Please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Thursday. Would you rather coming up at 534? Send us your would you rather tweets at man and bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mm-hmm. What was I going to tell you? I don't know. We got a lot of stuff going on. We got the draft going on. Oh, we did Arizona Cardinals. Draft. Arizona Cardinals have picked up Kyler Murray's fifth year option. This is not a surprise. They may wind up trading him. Maybe they don't sign him long term, but I don't think there was any risk. Yeah. Picking up Kyler Murray's fifth-year option. Daniel Jones, Giants quarterback, did not get his fifth-year option picked up. I also don't think that's a surprise. If it turns out, I think he sucks, but if it turns out that he's awesome this year, then you, sure. just, then you tag him. Well, of course, that, that makes sense to me. And I saw a few people pointing this out. I think it's spot on. I think they're looking at what's going on like with Baker Mayfield right now and saying... We don't want any part of that. No, we we're going to learn from that and not just automatically assume that everybody's going to hold out. Like I, I was talking about that before, you know, when Baker had come off his good year and then I had said, you know, I, I think he's still the guy they're going to have to keep around another year because they probably won't want to go out and be bold enough to go find someone else. This was last offseason. You were ready to sign him to a long-term deal. I was, no. Hand him all the money. I was saying. And you yelled at me when I said, don't do it. It's not what happened. That's what happened. No, it's not what happened. I said, I understand picking up the option just because they're not, he's the type of guy who needs that to stay motivated and in it. If you don't give him the option, he gets all mad and angry, which by the way is true because he's immature. That's another story for another day. Point is that happened. They gave him the option. They're now stuck with paying him $19 million on a team that he's probably not going to be a part of. It has, it has made him virtually untradeable. That should tell you some things too, by the way, because nineteen million ain't that much when it comes to a guy of what Baker's supposed to be, what his supposed talent level is. If everyone who believes in Baker still, and I don't know who these people are, but if you think for a second there's just some giant conspiracy to keep him out of the NFL, trust me, that's a contract. Nineteen million dollars should not prohibit you from taking the guy that you believe is as good as you think he is. He's he was injured last year, but not that injured that he couldn't be better than what he was. He got exposed last year, and he's now kind of seen around the league as being a toxic guy in the locker room. So that's why nobody wants him. That's the truth of what's going on right here, and it's frustrating 
because the Browns are kind of sitting in this spot where they've got to handle this, and I don't know what their plan is. Unless someone bails them out tonight or this weekend, if Carolina or the Seattle bails them out and says, all right, fine, let's trade for them. We didn't get our quarterback we wanted. Baker time. Like I don't think that's likely, but that's about the only option you're going to have. Rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, the Rundown. The Rundown. Hey, the Reds lost again today, 7-5 to five to the Padres. They now move to 3-107. and 107. What are they, Ted? 3-16? and 16? It's going to be yes, about 3-16. and 3-16, and 16. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Wow. I think, well, you know what? I think we ought to just say they're 3 out of 162. Instead of, like, because that'll be closer to what they're, rec- get used to hearing low number, high number. That's that's how their record's going to go all year. We don't have to say three and. We could say three out of 162 is what they've won so far. And just see how long it takes to get to four or five or out of single digits, that kind of thing. And the Guardians are trying not to lose their, what is it, seventh in a row, eighth in a row? Ugh. Yeah, they're one they're, of those they're going through big it too. numbers. They're losing to the Angels right now, bottom three, three to nothing. It's going to be a long baseball season in the state of Ohio. Jackets and Lightning tonight at Nationwide. It is the home finale if you want to go check out the team for the final time this season. Wierenski is out for the rest of the season. Blankenberg also out for the rest of the season. And, of course, Line A, Boone Jenner, all those guys are out. But if you just want to see Jackets players in Jackets sweaters skate around tonight against Tampa Bay. Hey, it's your la- look, it's your last time to go out there That's and right. watch this team play. You should go I, don't, I don't blame anybody for wanting to go do that. Totally understandable. NFL draft starts up tonight in Vegas. Browns have no first-round picks. Bengals are at number 31. Uh, my Bears don't have a first-round pick. You have more teams than ever that don't have a first-round pick. There's not that elite quarterback talent. I just had a story last segment about the Jags and how no one is apparently calling them for the first pick in the draft. I can't remember the last time that happened. I know it's in Vegas. I'll watch it, of course. It'll be a spectacle. But to me, there's just something that's not special. I don't I don't get that feeling tonight. No, I am excited to see where Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson go as far as will they both sneak into the top 10 or will they both be top 15 or what what landing spots do they find? That that interests me quite a bit, but uh yeah, unless my team trades back in, I know the Bengals have their pick late. So that's one that I'll be curious to see how Cincinnati hand, handles that one. I'll be watching I guess the Steelers to make sure they don't draft I'll, I'll I'll watch the Steelers to see who they pick that everyone says that's a bad pick, and then they end up being great. So I'm also waiting for that. But outside of those few storylines, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching it just casually, not as interested as usual. We will have draft coverage on 1460 ESPN tonight and the fans HD2. We have our own fast food draft happening. Me, Bone, Teddy, and Timmy Hull, seven rounds drafting fast food items the rules are very simple in order to be eligible you have to have a drive through window and serve fries yep and i think that and it has to not be just like one-off place got to be in like a chain type of place we're talking yes. fast food here so at the end of all of this tomorrow when we finish up the draft we will post all of our picks and teams online and you the listeners will pick a winning team so far Ted has drafted this way. He had the number one pick in the entire draft. He chose the Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Good call. He had the eighth pick in the second round. He chose Wendy's Baconator. He had the ninth pick in the third round. Arby's Curly Fries. 
He had the 16th pick. His fourth round pick was Arby's roast beef. He handcuffed the roast beef and the curly fries. It's kind of like getting, you know, in a fantasy football draft, you got your starting running back and then you got the backup running back. Like those go well together. I like that that idea so far. Rounds five, six, and seven coming tomorrow. Timmy Hall had the second pick overall. He went weird with the Culver's Bacon Butter Burger Deluxe. I'm not saying it's a bad sandwich because it's not. He had the second overall pick. But it's the second overall pick. That's something you can pick up in the sixth round. That's so specific. No one's going for that right out of the gates. But Timmy's dumb. His second round pick, also dumb, the Bojangles Spicy Cajun Filet. And now that is a delicious sandwich. Fine. There are no Bojangles in this area. Right. Where are you going? We're trying to craft a menu that the the majority. Majority. That's right. I was going to say the most, and then I switched to majority. Anyway, that the biggest group of people, the majority of people, will say, that's the best menu. Not as many people have had Bojangles as have had some of the other places that we've picked from. His uh, third round pick, finally a normal one, McDonald's Chicken Nuggets. Excellent pick. Uh, And his fifth round pick, Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos Taco. Fourth round pick, but yes. What did I say? Fifth. Fourth round pick. Yeah. Uh, You... Had the third pick in the draft. You chose the Big Mac. I was going to go Big Mac if you didn't take it. Well, I figured. I mean, that I thought was going to be, no offense to Ted's pick. I thought that was going to be the number one pick or at least number two. When it fell at three, I said, I got to have it. So I did that. I went McDonald's fries. For the second round pick. That's right. So now I've got the Big Mac and the best fries. I like that. And then uh, I went Cheesy Gordita Crunch from Taco Bell because I wasn't going to go a whole draft and not pick some Taco Bell. And then you went uh, dessert in the fourth round. A little bit of a wild card I think it's a little there. bit of a reach there, but I'll let you live. I did the peanut butter cup blizzard from the Reese's peanut butter cup blizzard from uh, Dairy Queen, which that's, I feel like there's a big difference between that and the Reese's Pieces blizzard. And if you like Reese's Pieces blizzard, that's fine. I think the not candy coating, it's my problem with the M&M blizzard too. I think the candy coating makes it too hard. It's not good in, it's not good in a frozen treat. You need, you need soft yeah, stuff in I'm the frozen you. treat. Uh, underrated Heath bar blizzard, by the way. I enjoy that very ne- much. You know what? I've never had it because I assumed it would like break my teeth. In no, half. it's not. It doesn't get that way. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I did and, not. Bu- and Butterfinger Blizzard too. See, I. You know what? I just have. I got I probably have had it at some point. I got to go back and do it again. I had the uh, fourth overall pick. I went with quarter pounder with cheese as my number one selection. That's great. If you can't get Big Mac, that's right. A really that's good where pick. I'm going. I wanted something classic, something that I knew would fly off the board in the early rounds. Quarter pounder with cheese. I had the very next pick. Because we're doing a snake format. I went with Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. I had a game plan here. I wanted a couple chicken options. I wanted a couple good burger options. I wanted a fry. I wanted a dessert. And I wanted a wild card. Mm. So hopefully I get myself a fry. Because I don't have one yet. Uh, And then I went with Popeye's Spicy Tenders. For my third round selection. And those those are excellent. Yeah. And Egg McMuffin, I went with my fourth See, round selection. I, I didn't even, cons- you threw me so much when you selected that because I didn't even think about breakfast. Dessert wasn't, or uh, breakfast wasn't on your radar? No, I was thinking, I was definitely thinking dessert, all the, uh, you know, the salty and savory that we're doing here. I thought I, you're going to want some sweet in there. I did not think about breakfast at all. And it almost made me deviate because you picked that right before I went with the blizzard, but I stuck with my plan. You stick to your draft board. You did all this research and work. Don't deviate. Right in the last minute. And I stayed with my dessert pick. We will finish this up tomorrow, and then you, the listener, will judge us accordingly. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sean Payton 
former Saints head coach, in negotiations with Fox for a studio analyst gig. That is what is uh, stressed here. It is not a game analyst. He's going to be doing studio work. Is Strahan moving on? Do I did I remember that I correctly? Don't, I don't remember at all. What is no, I don't on. think he is there. There's talk that they want him to be in the booth, Strahan, but he's not so sure about that. He'd rather just do the studio work. Well, isn't he? Still he's got doing, 19 jobs. Yeah, I was yes. going to say he's got all these other things he's doing, including does he still do the Good Morning, morning America? Yes. Yeah, right. He does Good Morning America. So I, I don't know if you want to take your whole weekend studying up on a game and then doing that as well. But whatever, let him live. I'm sure, it pays the bills more than pays the bills. I, I, I was, I mean, he doesn't need any money I, at this point. I wouldn't think so. I mean, he made tens of millions of dollars when he played. I again, I would think so. Then I he was don't hanging know. out with Kelly Ripa. Yes, and then, then he got good poorly? I don't know if it. Uh, maybe, maybe there was a little controversy. Now you mentioned that, but I, I know that then I have seen him since you mentioned it on Good Morning America. That makes sense. But that's like an ensemble cast. They got like seven people on that show. Uh, Tom Brady will officially be a free agent at the end of the season. They restructured his contract, so the team saved some money, saved some cap money. But part of the restructured contract, in the in the language, they cannot tag him after this season. No franchise tag, no transition tag. So if he wants to continue playing, he's got to work out a new deal with Tampa, or he is free to go elsewhere. I asked you earlier in the week if you thought that Tom Brady would wind up playing for another team. And I can't remember what you said. Did you say yes? I think I did because I feel like he just keeps telling us that he doesn't want to go back to being retired. He he didn't seem like he wanted to do it at first, and then he's just made it very clear by coming out of retirement that I, he he at one point was saying play till fifty. Well, he I don't didn't think that's say play till fifty. He said I don't want to play till fifty, but he didn't say I'm not going to play at forty six, which is what well, he would be next year. But he would have yeah. I mean, I think he's now going to be obsessed by this chase of. How old can I play? How effective can I still be? And how far can I set this number out there for for a regular starting quarterback in the modern era that I'm never going to see anybody else come close to playing as old as I did? Maybe that's what drives him now. I don't know. Who is the most hated baseball team in America? I'm going to tell you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. The right lane still blocked on 670 eastbound after Leonard Avenue. There's some debris on the roadway. Please be very careful. Watch out for cars as they swerve to avoid it. Traffic is still slow from I-71, and it continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Insperity. Insperity providing HR services for 30-plus years, including access to better benefits and payroll. Insperity's mission is to help businesses succeed so communities prosper. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. 
Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Chance to win fabulous prizes. I don't forget NFL Draft tonight. We will have it on 1460 ESPN and the Fans HD2. You can always listen on the Fan app as well because we have Jackets Hockey here on the main channel. Coverage starts at 630. Uh, what did I say? Oh, here it is. BetOnline.ag conducted research into who is the most hated team, baseball team, in America. Hmm. They analyzed more than 50,000 hate-related tweets since opening day. The gaming site tracked negative sentiment tweets individually for each team, containing the phrases such as, I hate the Yankees, F the Dodgers, screw the Astros, etc. Hmm. According to all this research... The New York Yankees are the most hated team in Major League Baseball with 6,766 negative tweets. The Dodgers are second, Astros third, then it's the Phillies, Cubs, Red Sox, Giants, Mets. The Guardians and Reds are middle of the pack in Major League Baseball. The least hated teams, according to them, the A's, the Mariners, the Rockies, the Blue Jays, and the Diamondbacks. All right, let's discuss this because I think it's bunk. Well, bunk, I tell yeah, you. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what you have to say. All right, first of all, I don't care what this says. The Houston Astros are the most hated team in Major League Baseball. All oh, right, I, 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 I 100% I don't care that. about what negative tweet algorithm you put in there. The Houston Astros are universally the most hated team by Major League Baseball for any fan base who is not the Houston Astros fans. All the, right, The Yankees have that generational hatred on them from people who have hated them for many, many years. All but, right, but here's why this is flawed, at least in my opinion. There are certain fan bases. New York Yankees are one of those fan bases. I'm guessing the Dodgers. I know the Phillies. Red Sox. A lot of those hate tweets, like Yankees suck, screw the Yankees, I hate the Yankees. That's probably coming from their own fans. I know that sometimes that's hard for certain fans to figure out because Yarmo took a took a crap, and then you tweet out that Yarmo won the crap. All right, there are certain fan bases that will make excuses for their team, but there are other fan bases that genuinely get upset with their team. Doesn't mean they don't root for them. Doesn't mean they don't have a Yankees hat in their house or they won't go to a game, but they watch a game. They don't see the outcome they like or a trend that they like. They will tweet, man, Yankees suck. I can't stand this team. And then the next game, they'll be there watching. Well, Some right. fan bases are like that. I also think that there's probably plenty of people who can relate to that who have at some point been watching their team be stupid and said, Gotta hate this team sometimes. I've done that. Right. I've tweeted my team sucks. I know, but you and I, I don't think, are normal in that regard. I'm saying there's plenty of normal people who still will be watching the game sometimes and go, God, we suck. Oh, I hate my team. And probably an expletive. And that may be a tweet that gets sent out, too, of just hate watching this team right now. Man, we suck. What well, I would guess the Reds may not even be in the middle of that grouping. No, most of those tweets are probably coming from, from the Reds, Reds fans. fans. Right. And I'm sure Guardians fans, it's the same thing. Like, over the years, being frustrated with your team, posting these things. Yes, that happens. I think it's interesting when you said, this tells you a lot more about the team, I feel like, and about how people perceive them. When you look at the bottom five, because all those teams you named in the bottom five were West Coast teams that typically aren't very good, by and large, if I'm not mistaken, right? You said 
You said the A's, A's Mariners, Mariners, Rockies, Blue Jays, and right. Diamondbacks. The Blue Jays are the outlier, but look who the Blue Jays, look what division they play in. Right? They play in a division. There are so with many Red other Sox and Yankees hateable fans. teams in that division. Right. So I think that'll and I and I'm sure there are Yankees fans who hate the Blue Jays, don't hate them as much as their own team. I'm sure there's Red Sox fans who hate the Blue Jays, not as much and not as loudly as they hate their own team sometimes. So yeah, I, I tend to think if anything, it it speaks a little bit more to if you're a team on the West Coast, number one, and you're not the Dodgers, right? But what we just talked about. How many people in that fan base have tweeted things about like, man, this stupid Dodgers team sucks. What are they doing? Even when they're really good, they have a bad inning or two and someone will say something like that. Yeah, they'll say, hey, your payroll is $256 million. Yes. You suck right now or right. something like that. And then, of course, there are plenty of people who want to see them lose because of that. But outside of those type of teams, I generally tend to think, you know, if you're just kind of like a plucky underdog team from all your games are on at 10 o'clock at night, probably not as likely you're going to see as many people on Twitter going yeah. like, God, the Diamondbacks. Man, I hate them. Like, you're to your point, not going to see that. The Kansas City Royals, according to this, are more hated than the Atlanta Braves. Get out of there's town. No, there's no way. Get out of town. There's no way. Everyone in the NL East hates the Braves. Has hated the Braves for decades. Like, I, I say this as a Mets fan who hates the Braves. But I also believe there are plenty of Braves fans who hate their team at times. They don't hate them right now because they just won a World Series, but they usually hate them and they usually feel pretty not happy with the way things go. In fact, I'm surprised with some of the Braves fans, they weren't more angry about how everything went with like Freddie Freeman, right? Like that, that whole situation. But in either case, you're going to have big fan bases that rip their own team more than they rip other teams, quite honestly. Carolina Panthers owner David Tupper has given his vote of confidence to Matt Rule, the coach. And Sam Darnold, their bad quarterback, he said, I believe in Matt. He has my full support. I'm a fan. I don't like to lose. Who likes to lose? I want to win. But it takes time and takes a foundation. It takes time to create the foundation to win. I do believe Coach Rule and Scott, their GM, has done a great job of creating that foundation. Scott Housen. He's sure. there. Make it. <laughs> Scott Fitterer? Is that his name? Is that is that who it is? Okay. Fitterer? Uh, he said, I do want to say one thing. I think we have a very good quarterback in Sam Darnold. He said, that wasn't your question, but I'll just say that. The question was, <laughs> are you going to draft a quarterback? Right. Yeah. And that was his answer. Look, first of all, what's the foundation? Tell me what the foundation is. You got a quarterback that nobody believes is good. You are going to either draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback. There is no way in hell the Carolina Panthers quarterback room looks like this. When the season starts. And that Sam Darnold, he may be the starting quarterback, Sam Darnold. But that's because they don't want to play the rookie. I'm yeah. convinced of that. Sam Darnold is not going to be a, a long-term starting quarterback in this league. Certainly not on a good team. But you talk about that foundation. What's the foundation? You've got a running back in Christian McCaffrey that you're paying a ton of money. That new contract just kicked in. And he'll probably be hurt in week two. And even if he's not, he'll be a shell of himself. Right. I, I think that's... One of their bigger issues is the fact that you're going to tell me this team has a good foundation. And yeah, you have some nice pieces on offense when they're all healthy and playing together, but you don't have the quarterback to tie that really together. And I don't think Sam Darnold's that guy. Maybe they'll draft that guy today and that'll be how we start to see the, what that foundation looks like. And this goes back to Scott Frost yesterday. 
Nebraska head coach, where he's talking about, hey, we've built the foundation, we do our things well, we're not going to make drastic changes. Well, then why did you fire your entire offensive coaching staff? Matt Rule right. also pretty much fired his entire staff, but he's back. If you job. If you've built this foundation and you're doing things the right way, then how do you justify that? I find it interesting that the owner is out there saying stuff like this and talking, hey, you didn't even ask me, but I got to tell you, love Sam Darnold. Like, yep. great. That wasn't the question, but they want that message out there. They are trying to keep that message out there for now because I think they know there's a realistic chance whoever they want in this draft may not be available at quarterback. Maybe that's maybe that's the reason you're hearing all this now is not that they're trying to work some deal or whatever it is, but of course, if if their guy doesn't last to them, and they don't want to have to trade up to get their guy. If their guy moves past where they are and, and he's not available, then perhaps that's their way of saying, no, we want it out there that we like Sam Darnold and we're open to moving this pick. And and then if their guy doesn't fall to them, now they've got that backup plan. But if they can get their guy, yes, I'm with you that they draft someone here. It might just be they only have one of these three or four quarterbacks that they like, and that's who they're going to take. Would you rather is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on 270 northbound between Elm Creek Drive and US 33. An accident is blocking the two right lanes. Traffic is bumper to bumper and still continues to build. About a 20-minute slowdown is expected. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples says everything your office needs at great prices. And this week, when you spend $100 on anything in-store, you'll earn a $30 Staples Store bonus. Limit one ends on the 30th. Rewards members only. Bonus must be redeemed in-store. See staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Staples, Elmiana Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. The best Would You Rather, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies and the Walrus are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. Are you ready, Bone? I am ready. Uh, Corey says... My guy. Ain't nobody got time for that. Says my seven-year-old wanted me to ask, would you rather have to eat all your food for a week out of the trash can or eat only blue cheese Ooh. and prunes for a week? I don't mind Ooh. prunes. I'm not the biggest blue cheese guy unless it's in dressing. Then I can have it. Yeah, I can eat prunes as well if I have to. Blue cheese... Not great, but I would take blue cheese and prunes because trash, I'm not good with Well, you're not eating food. trash. You're eating food that's in the trash is, can. So is that right, George? It's fresh food, but it's in the trash can, so that's my choice. But it's, okay, but what if, yeah, see, again, because I have the three kids and everything ends up in the trash. And you're right. Sometimes it's like three quarters of a donut, and I could go eat that yeah. as long as I caught it right when it went in there, but... There's a lot of snot well, and I'm doing, stuff I'm that's doing getting tossed food. in there. Okay. 
That's a good question, though, Corey. Good job. Uh, Jordan says, my guys. It's a game of inches. Ask the Cox. Would you rather have the option to know when you die, but you have to quit radio and become a farmer with livestock, learning from scratch how to care for them? Oh. Or you continue with your life as is, but you know when your wife and daughter will die. Well, I'll choose that one, because I want to know when they die. Oh, but you don't want to do. You don't want to know when you die. No, I do want to know when I die, but, but I also bad. don't want to farm livestock. Mm, I see. I um. God, I guess I would do the other one just because I don't think I could hack it with farming. I guess that's where I'd go. Uh, crotch broth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's says, a super, uh, Mrs. Grass says common man. Made. You have to hover over Seabus in a glass basket hot air balloon for a week wearing nothing but assless mm. chaps unless Ted can eat a hundred chicken McNuggets during one show. Or would you rather it depend on if the Browns or Bears can make the playoffs? Oh, okay. So Ted's it's... never going to eat a hundred chicken nuggets. No. The Browns and Bears have a better chance of making the playoffs this year than Teddy eating 100 chicken nuggets. Yeah, I, I, I bet I could do 50 after that. Whew, I don't know well, about Ted, that. But you're Mr. Recommended Serving Size Guy. You don't think you, like, I think you'd struggle to get to 50. Not because I'm just you saying occasionally but, eat them. But. but this is for the common man. Oh, I mean, would, I'm making the sacrifices that, here. That for me. That's yeah. very nice of you. Dickie the Punchline Donkey says, my guy. They're all going to laugh at you! Would you rather your limited time food option of choice is there all the time and they pay you to consume it oh or you bring back the bagel sandwiches forever but your limited time option comes around even less often and you have to pay double for it i don't i don't know about you but i miss the bagel sandwiches so much i know i would pick that one. i'd take that because i i already deal with the limited options being limited and i'll gladly pay extra when they're available but i want the bagel sandwich like i want that i'd eat that every morning probably uh, Quinton says, my guys, you need a Hummer. Would you rather have to eat lean cuisine off of muddy cement once a week or have to do the double dude poop luge with Paul Feinbaum once a year? <laughs> I'll take that one. I mean, do I have to finish the lean cuisine or can I just like take a couple bites? And once be like, a I'm year, good. once a year, I can do the double dude poop luge. I still need Paul to know Feinbaum. how it works. I thought I had an idea. Then I don't think I have an idea. You sit on the toilet. Normal way. Normal way. Normal way all and right. then Paul sits on the toilet on your lap. But not on my lap. Because then what what happens when he or you got to just... spread? You got to. Oh, okay, but he's like forward a little bit. There's so that yeah, he's, he's oh, I got you. Okay, I just didn't know what we were doing there. I don't know where everything's going. Just trying to understand uh, the physics of this. Boop, <laughs> I don't know why I want to sing Let me it. Tell you right now, it'll never happen. It will not ever happen. Once I- a year, I can do that. No, no, no. I'm saying we will never get this done because Platinum Fox, among others, will not allow it to happen. But Double Dude Poop Luge would be our number one shirt we've ever made. Like, if we were allowed oh, to make that shirt... We'll make it. You and I will make it. I don't care if the fan wants to make it. True enough. You and I can do it and sell it ourselves. This place fact, is stupid. Let's, let's put it in all the different, like, country colors, too. When the next Olympics come around, yes. we'll just put a bobsled on the front of it, and we'll make it so people just really don't know what Double it is. Double poop luge. Yeah. Common Man's Pizzeria, says my guys. The length of, of, the, of the cocks is long. Would you rather do slap face with a blistering sunburn oh. on your face... 
Oh. Or jog a mile with raw, chafed thighs. I'll jog the mile. I've done that with raw, chafed thighs. I'd rather do that than... Yeah, but just one slap, then it's a done. A blistering... Have you... Ugh. Ugh. I'm just thinking... Ugh. No. 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 I'll do slap face. Uh, Nate asks, would you rather watch Bjork perform at an arena or watch Joe West perform at a bar? Must watch both shows and act like you enjoy it. All right. Joe First West, because I can just drink at the bar. I'd Well, you could probably drink at an arena, too. But I think the Bjork thing would be an experience. I'm not saying I'd enjoy it all the time, but it would be much more interesting and, inter- and that, too, interesting and entertaining than Joe West just sitting there going, like, here's another song. It's me talking again. Like, that is, no. I don't want to be around that guy at all. Uh, Jared says, my guys. I want me some glory hope. Would you rather have Colin Cowherd narrate your GPS, which you have to use for directions anytime you drive, even if you know where you're going? Hmm. Or would you have to have Dick Vitale, Dick Vitale, him too, narrate your love life and says, awesome, baby, at least five times during it? I think the Dick Vitale thing would be more fun, but also just because he'd be like, that's awesome, baby. That's awesome, baby. That's No, it's not. No, he'd like get to two and a half and be like, oh, I guess it's done. Never mind. It's all done. We didn't even get to five. I don't have a lot of love life, so I'll take that one. <laughs> love life? Is that what that's called now? Uh, William says, my guy. I got bronchitis. Would you rather eat an overcooked steak or an undercooked pizza? Ooh. Well, how under... Are we talking like it's just par-baked, but the crust is good? Everything's can- soggy. Like the, the top is just white. The cheese is just barely melted. I'd rather do that than an overcooked steak. Overcooked right. steak is not good for me. What about you? I know how much you love pizza, and you and you have a very... Yeah, now, if, it's for, the, if it's for the rest threshold. of my life, yeah, then I would choose the steak, because I would eliminate steak and just eat delicious pizza. Right, I see what you're saying. But if it's just, you know, one time, I guess I'd rather just take the... Yeah, I agree. Undercooked pizza. Uh, Caleb, would you rather have a BM schedule, bowel movement schedule... Of 10 per day that you can set your clock by or have one main event per day, but it can hit at any time. And if you don't find a throne in five minutes, it's coming anyway. I, I will gladly. That's good. <laughs> I'll but take I'm going to take the 10. I'll take the 10. Yeah. I, and then it might mean this show gets a little weird where it's like, oh, it's 437. You know what that means? Bones got to go. And then I leave and come back. Mm-hmm. But it would be terrible if it's like, common man and team. Oh, God. And then just like, you're in the middle of a 15-minute segment, and it's five minutes to launch? No, no, that's bad. Uh, team Money 72 says, my guys. Jack and Dick. Would you rather be stuck on an elevator with Katie Holmes for 24 hours or be jailed with Jennifer Aniston for one week in isolation? Ah, I see. This is... Uh, I'll what, take 24 hours with Katie Holmes. Underrated, Katie oh, Holmes. Back I, in the day, I'd say probably Woo! even now. Not Woo! she's probably very underrated right now. She's probably still doing great. You know what she needs? And she's she's too skinny. I want her to have more cheeseburgers because her face is too thin. You can see all the bones in her face. Okay, I here here's where I think it would go with either one. I feel like, you know, I guess maybe the the weak thing is this. It might take a week before Jen Aniston agrees to even like look at you or talk to you. But then maybe things happen. Katie Holmes, twenty four hours. Do you think she's like? No, no, no. I'm, I assume nothing's going on. I just want to talk to her. 
Oh, really? For, and it's just 24 hours, and I get to go home. you got to spend one week in isolation well, with saying, Jennifer like, Aniston. I, I Jennifer Aniston's not doing anything with you. I wa- No, I walk in with like a Big Mac bag, and I say, by the end of this vacation, you're eating this thing. And she's like, absolutely not. And then we just we start drinking. We have some laughs. Next thing you know. Next thing you know what? Four days of fun. It takes three <laughs> days to break her down, and then four days of us just All right. being the best of friends. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's right. Friends with benefits. Yeah, that's right. I pick a winner. Uh, a lot of good ones today, but I will go with the... I liked Caleb with the, the bowel movement schedule one. Yeah, good says job, says a lot Caleb. about me. Good job, Caleb. Caleb gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident blocking the two right lanes of 270 northbound between Elm Creek Drive and US 33. Traffic is still heavily delayed as they get things cleaned up. Bumper to bumper for at least another 20 minutes. Caution is advised. Starbuck Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, Bad fast food drafter i don't don't think so timmy hall i don't think so (laughs) it is i I tell you what though even though i'm a pretty good player like my track record is pretty good in fantasy football i've been doing that for a long time i love doing it jack's into it with me now he's even got his own he didn't want to draft with dad so we had to get him a yahoo account whatnot so he could break free and do his own and he won this year we actually it was an all hall championship game oh that's yeah wow all hall championship game he took me down he took you down very good yeah but uh, i always hate my draft when i'm done i'm just very critical of my draft think here's the good news though but i like this one i hate your draft (laughs) but but (laughs) it's not over yet no not over yet you have no idea what the side dishes could be and are we are we we doing it now or are we no no no, no, saving it okay rounds five six and seven tomorrow we we should have only done the first round because that's that's how real life goes tonight yeah, I know. All right, but that's, Timmy. We didn't want to. We didn't want to do a. We didn't want to do a twelve-second segment and then call it a day. We thought we'd you know stretch it out a little bit. So yeah, we'll get uh, it. We'll get it all done by tomorrow. Said my name like you were disappointed. I am right disappointed. There. What's coming up yeah. on the Buckeye Show tonight? It's draft night. We got we got a thirty-minute CBJ shorty. So we're going to take a look at some of the history with Ohio State in the first round, and of course we expect to see two get taken off the board tonight. We speculate where these guys land. I got a good feeling maybe Washington comes up with one of these guys, Bone. Mm, that'd be nice. That'd be great for you. It'd it would very be. cool. It'd be three Buckeye wide receivers yeah, for Washington. Would be. Yeah, and Scary Terry right there at the top of the of the group there would be pretty great. Buckeye show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. 6.30 tonight is Jackets time. 
The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone, well, man, uh, I, this is a sentence that I don't think would make a lot of sense. Still doesn't make a ton of sense a few years ago. It's still hard for me to understand it now. Carmelo Anthony has launched Lil Heroes, an animated series based on the NFT collection from Exile Content Studio and Spanish artist Edgar Plans. Oh, everybody so, knows the the Lil Heroes, Lil Heroes NFT collection. So anyway, what are we talking about? I have right. no idea. I have no idea either. I don't know, man. But apparently, these <laughs> these renderings, these NFTs that are yeah. popular in that world, he's now Carmelo Anthony is backing this and helping finance a animated series based on those so i think you're talking about an animated tv series yeah that's what it sounds like i don't know if it's going on a tv channel or if it's just going to be on some social media stream it's either going to be on a tv channel or a streamer but it'll be somewhere um i just i think this is interesting and i bring it up because like pokemon back in the day was a card game people played it it was popular right yes but then it became the cartoon and yes. that brought and it to another level. Merchandise people, and everything yes. on top of that. And then, of course, years and years and years went by. It was still very popular. And then they brought along the online game where you could go around and play Pokemon, Pokemon yes, Go. Pokemon Go. Right. Yep. So, Which causes many accidents. I'll just say, like, I get a little bit of the thinking here. I think that's interesting. I don't claim to know what many of these NFTs are. I don't really think NFTs are the way of the future, but... It may be that there's cool ideas that come out of this that then go back to other things we do know, like cartoons or whatever. So I'll let them live. It's an interesting idea. And I don't know if you've seen a picture of Jonah Hill recently, but um, he looks like David Letterman. And I can't believe I'm telling you that, but like a, a cross wow. between Letterman wow. and Elton John. That's what I'm gonna say. He looks like he's lost 200 he, pounds I mean, from the Jonah Hill that I But it's the fact that he's got like a blonde beard and blonde hair and... Anyway, he looks a lot like Letterman him, at this point. Live. Like hipster Letterman. I'll give him credit. Pete Davidson has uh, set up a semi-autobiographical comedy series called Bupkis that is based on, partially based on his real life. He's going to star in it. He's also got the green light because I guess he's producing it. He's helping to write it. Anyway, that's going to be now on Peacock. So if you're interested in seeing Pete Davidson on the cock, you can. So he'll be coming to your TV. I don't know when, because it's going to be a while before that gets done, I'm guessing, since it just started. But they say it will combine grounded storytelling with absurd elements from the worldview for which Davidson is well known. I wonder if it will go into his love life, because he's got a wild one. That would seem to me to be at least part of the uh, storyline to be interesting. Of course, he also sadly lost his father in uh, 9-11, so maybe it will be more of like based on his childhood. But I find it interesting because Pete Davidson has done this project, and he did the project called... It was a movie. It was the... King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island, right. Which is also about a kid who loses his dad as a firefighter in 9-11, and then he goes and like hangs yeah. out with some of the yeah. other firefighters and all that stuff. It's just kind of like weird that a guy that in Pete Davidson that I don't think a lot of people are huge fans of. I mean, if you know him from SNL, or maybe you follow the celebrity gossip stuff, you know of him, but... He's got two projects based around his life. You know, it I seem think a little Pete weird. Davidson is sort of becoming the guy where he can only be himself because he's yeah, so infamous. I don't. Yeah. I think if people saw him and he's like in a movie trying to be a banker, 
Right, you say, well, sure. that's just Pete Davidson pretending to be a banker. I think his reputation has sort of taken over to the fact that he can only be himself. He can only do comedy as himself. Yes. Not bl- blend this into an Adam Sandler-type acting career. Yeah, say what you want about Adam Sandler. Yeah. He's, he's done dramatic roles. He's been very good in them. No, but people used to say with Sandler, like, oh, he's just this... All he does is that same Sandler thing. Right, it's like, yeah. no, he he branched out a little bit and did other things. Maybe yeah, Pete then Davidson he went, then he went back to the Sandler thing. Yeah, right. see, now he's just, he did the <laughs> Netflix deal and it's just 19 movies that are the same and he's just, he's gross probably But I think the public will now. only accept Pete Davidson as Pete Davidson. You know who we should talk to about this? David Spade. Be true. We should see what he thinks about no, this. No, not available for oh, comment. Okay. No? All right. Nope, see you tomorrow. Uh, Buckeye Show's next. Jack, it's time 6.30. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident on 270 northbound between Elm Creek Drive and US 33. It is in the clearing stages, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. We'll also find some backups on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Five-minute delay over there. Traffic report is sponsored by Audible. This spring, let Audible bring a smile with comedy, sci-fi, thrillers, or whatever you love listening to. From audiobooks to exclusive originals to podcasts, find it all on Audible. Sign up and start free at audible.com. Only the NRA with fan traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well it's funny because we were watching last night I had the NBA games on and uh ESPN I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know coconut with a hulu skirt on it should. like no i'm not gonna do you that need a different look and you can't shave it all the way no you i can't be totally bald you look like a clan member 
Thanks. You, Thanks. you would. You would look like a total clan I mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's, I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is, you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine want, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.